All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 56. I, on this St. Paddy's Day, I am your non-Irish host. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me today, possibly Irish. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little. <laughs> Mr. Trees. That's From right. the Boston the area. That's yeah, right. The name like O'Connor, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't hide it, but yeah. So are you, you watching the Boondock it. Saints like all your people and getting hammered no. and uh, eating potatoes? I, don't like, I think that movie's crap. So I don't like that movie. I know it become like this cult thing, Boondock Saints, but I, yeah. I mean, I liked the movie before it was cool, but I'll tell you, uh, I like the sequel a lot more because they make fun of a Mexican. And so you and I Mm -hmm. are kind of like Boondock Saints too, right? The Hispanic and the Irish guy. Mm -hmm. And we just keep digging at each other the whole time. We just need a third that's like a hot Southern redhead. I like the documentary about Boondock Saints better, about the director that implodes on himself. Yeah, he's a total asshole. Yeah, that that documentary, I forget what that's called, but... uh, it's that's, on my Blu-ray, that, but yeah. That's better than I don't know uh, what his name is, the movie. But, well, and you know, I have a no Boondock one. Saints poster up uh, that's yeah. like a, a framed, like, uh, wooden, like, like on a canvas poster. It, it was pretty expensive. Um, but again, I bought those from theaters. I think I've told this story where mm-hmm. I bought them from theaters. Uh, and um, they just had random stuff. And they were like the fancy posters. And they were all like posted up in like really nice frames. And then when they would get rid of them, um, they would usually just get rid of the poster and the insert, but uh, they were redecorating. So they were getting rid of three posters on the wall. So I grabbed all three and one of them is a Boondock Saints. And the other two aren't movies, believe it or not. (laughs) One is uh, American McGee's Alice. They were um, advertising that. So that gives you, it was about the same time period. I think these were all, Troy Duffy, I think is the director we're talking about. Troy Duffy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It just came to me. Um, But... uh, uh, these were all like late nineties when my buddy worked at a theater and she, uh, she, people always, uh, I, I just thought about this and sorry, I'm, I'm a little hopped up on coffee right now, but, uh, people always, uh, react when I say my buddy and then I say she, people are like, you don't say she about a buddy or you don't say a buddy about a she. And I was like, I do. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, one of them was American McGee's Alice. One was uh boondock saints. And the last one was a uh, iron maiden poster. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my only St. Paddy's Day tradition, like I was never into going to the parade in Boston. I only went a few times. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not my idea of fun, parades and shit. Um, but we would go, me and my boys we, would go, we did about five years in a row, four years in a row, is uh, Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. We always play St. Paddy's Day. They play two shows in Boston. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the on Lansdowne Street. I can't remember the name of the clubs anymore because the names were always changing. Um, but yeah, we would go do that and uh, have a good time every every year till I got too old to be doing that shit. <laughs> I get you. Know you. What I mean? Yeah, we. I mean, we were in Kansas, so we always used to go to the parade and get hammered. Yeah, and uh, you- I I remember doing a couple St. Paddy's Day early in my twenties where we would start drinking at like eight in the morning. And you would drink all day, take the day off work. Mm-hmm. Just drink all day. Um, haven't done that in a decade. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I stopped just going to random bars, St. Patty's time. Oh, I, I, I we didn't go to bars. We just drank. Yeah, oh, okay. Because we, we, <laughs> yo, know, you go to bars around here around St. Patty's Day, 
and uh, you're looking for trouble. You don't want to be around that atmosphere. You know what I mean? I would assume there's just a just the right number of people who are either belligerent, have a chip on their shoulder, or just looking for a, a situation to get involved in. Right, all all three of those things. Yeah, with, with drunk women, uh, girlfriends oh, yeah. start in trouble. Oh yeah, with and too many people. Um, even if they're like two percent Irish, all of a sudden <laughs> they just think they they're from Southie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's like this weird pass to be like you know goodwill hunting all of a sudden, and it's like no, nah, I'm good. But we yeah we would go. <laughs> Sorry, you know I, I mean? it took like, me a minute to process what you were just yeah. saying. All of a sudden, everybody's a tough guy and they're gonna headbutt you before they punch you and fucking. See, you're near the, the you're open. near the Boston area, but like out here in Kansas City, I guarantee you, there's some blonde bitch who's like from Swedish descent, and she's like yeah. American redneck, and she's running around acting like she's Irish. Yeah. I found out that my like buddy, I'm a quarter Irish. Yeah, my my buddy that I grew up with, literally like in our twenties, um, he got into that that whole. Southie bought thought you know mm-hmm. thought he was from the wearing scally caps yeah. and one day he came on with this giant tattoo <laughs> of like a Celtic cross yep that's the size of his back and I'm like dude you're like French and Native American you're not even close <laughs> your last you name can't isn't even, even Irish a French Native American guy is probably even a little <laughs> darker in skin complexion you can't be Irish and be darker in yeah. skin complexion. Like, like, oh my god! It's like, like you're not all redheads, but like, it's like I don't even have pale. a tattoo. I barely. I think I might. Have, I have a like some Celtic armbands and shit, but they're not even like super prominent. You got them at like, like a birthday giant, party when you were 16. It's not like these giant clothes and shit. And I'm as Irish <laughs> as I get. I'm as white Irish. As, you know, I'm like I'm literally like Irish, Scottish, English. Maybe some German in there. Like, like if I go out in direct sunlight, I burst into flames. Like, I can't. <laughs> like, I'm the one. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. I mean, I'm a, I'm a yeah. pale Costa Rican, so I get it. Yeah. But. And I got into that whole little phase there when I was in my early 20s, when you get that Irish pride. Sure. You know? Well, see, that's yeah. okay, though. But it's the faking it it that I go nuts over. Or, like you talked about, your buddy who just went all out, like, yeah. whether he's Irish or not. <laughs> and the but, thing with me is, listen, I'm no fighter. I'm no tough guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 6'4", I'm a big dude, and uh, I talk to talk, but I'm pretty quiet. I don't want any trouble. Sure. So, but when you take on the... um irish pride lifestyle and you sat <laughs> hanging out in boston and going to those books you know it was all fun and games until you see some real violence you 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 mm-hmm. run into real violent people like oh, yeah like when you realize oh they don't care about their future <laughs> right <laughs> like, right you run into those people like and oh then you realize we could spend yeah. more than a weekend in jail over this yeah yeah and he doesn't <laughs> care he has no way to be yeah. and you're like <laughs> and you're like uh yeah, I'm not as uh, um, salty tough as I, I I think I am. So I'm just going to leave that to the uh, career criminals that want to be go that route. I seen a guy hit a guy with a camping shovel in the face. Oh, shit. Really hard. Kid I was hanging around with. And I and I went, hmm. 
you know what? I'm going to go home and play video games again. I don't write. <laughs> you know, I always remember that he was, uh, we were at a pool hall, bunch of people. And, uh, if you go his, uh, tree story time, but if you, uh, you go into bars and pool halls that are not in your town, at least where I'm from, um, the regulars don't like that. Right. So here's what happens is you walk in and it's the equivalent of like the music stopping. <laughs> And everybody's like, who's that? And the women there are like all goo-goo-eyed because it's like, oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> new guys. New men <laughs> right. that we haven't fucked yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they've been fucking these same guys in the bar for eight years. And they're just like, oh, my God. New guys, right? So and Fred's true. laughing because he knows I'm, oh, <laughs> what I'm saying. I, well, because I know the and, equivalent of that around here, but yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, so now you're a target. They all hate you. So you yeah. literally have one drink. Uh, people start questioning you. Like literally coming up and be like, so uh, you know so-and-so? That's their favorite oh, go-to yeah. thing. Like you're supposed to know you the know tough Sully? guy from their town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, you know, you know, Fitz, you know, Fitzy Fitz. Like what? That's what a fucking bar about? name right there. Fitz. Right. And so they go, Hey, I'm Fitz. And so then I remember it started to get, um, heavy in there. <laughs> I was like, you know what? We got to bounce, man. It's getting heavy. I think we're going to turn out now. And we, we all walked outside and we were drinking. What was that shit we were drinking? Do you remember that shit that came out for a while? It came in red or blue bottles and it had like crystals at the bottom. One was like cinnamon and one was like peppermint. Some no, sort of snaps. You're piquing my interest. Yeah, look them up. It was some sort of snaps. And one was like you're like talking about like red. rubble mints and like Goldschlager? It, it, no, but it, that's okay. what it was though. It was like some sort of schnapps, but it was this brand that came out when I was going to the bars and clubs and it was red liquid and blue liquid. And one was like it's supposed to be like fire and ice and they had crystals in the bottom. Anyways. So we it go might have been Fire and Ice. Uh, oh, Aftershock? Could. Might have been Aftershocks. I remember Aftershock coming out when I was, like, young. Um, and I remember going out, and it was, like, in the strip mall. And so we walked out the door, and we were finishing these snap fucking things we were drinking. I had to be, like, 24, 25, right? Something and um, right? Yeah. the other group of kids, like, came out why we were still standing there and they started talking shit and this dude I was with that I sort of knew but didn't know right he like finished his snaps and he, and he like put it down on the curb like a gentleman uh-huh. and then he fucking as they're talking shit and my other friends are talking shit he just strolls to the trunk of his car and he <laughs> opens it <laughs> he comes strolling back with a, a camping shovel and in oh, mid sentence, just like broke this dude's nose. Like he just, oh. this guy was still talking. He just walked up with that cop, hang. And I went, all right. <laughs> Everybody back in the car. <laughs> so, and, and then that's when I said, that dude is really uh, living the life. Mm-hmm. Because I would never even think to do that because I don't want to go to jail. Yo, I'll spend the weekend in jail over your fucking nose. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we know. That um, dude is like, yeah. that dude was like, uh, I just broke your nose and I don't care if your head smacks off the ground and you die. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. this is how I'm living. And I went, yeah, I'm going to go back and play Fable. I'm, that's what... <laughs> 
I think I'm gonna go home and play Fable, guys. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going. You know, you know, I was trying to catch a chicken yesterday, and that was good times. Uh, so I'm just gonna go back and do that. And uh, anyways, that's just that's the story. So trees. Of, uh, yeah, it was either Avalanche, guy, Irish guy. It was either Avalanche, avalanche. and Aftershock. That's it. It was okay. I think it's those two. I the think other two was were blue Phillips and... Blue and Phillips yeah. Red. Both of these match this. The reason I'm thinking it's Avalanche and Aftershock is because those that's had the crystals in the bottom. That's exactly whereas what they the were. other ones did not. So that's exactly no, that's exactly there was weird things in my twenties that become like strangely <laughs> like trendy among yeah. us. Like I don't know if but for in my little group, like St. Ides. Like the flavored Saint yeah. Ides, yeah, like they were disgusting. But whatever reason, we drank those fuckers because Snoop Dogg and Tupac drank them. That's right. And we were like, <laughs> we were like, this stuff's great. And we're like, it's not great. But I mean, that shit's my... still happening today, though. That Fireball. Mm-hmm. I like whiskey, and I don't like Fireball because Fireball's not whiskey. What... It's just fucking don't cinnamon syrup. Don't know what the kids are drinking anymore. That's what the but, kids uh, are drinking. The point of that whole story was. Uh, yeah, that's when uh, when you're young, uh, you know, you get into these trends in St. Paddy's Day and everybody thinking they're like House of Pain fucking Irish <laughs> thugs. Pack it up. That was a thing. It, it was, was all a, cool, it, right, until you saw Mrs. Cool. Doubtfire and they were doing Jump Around and you were like, oh, oh, oh why did they license it? People. Why did they license this? Oh, <laughs> man. But, um, but yeah, it was good. It's good times too, you know, going oh, to yeah. Irish bars in Boston, having girls like Irish jig up on the tables in front of you, like drinking That's a cool. beer. It's good times, man. But those days are the whole point of that story is those days are over, Fred. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even and, drinking um, tonight. I'm having coffee in a Pac Man cup, and you can am, see Pac Man when it's warm, and I don't see Pac Man anymore. So this coffee's not well, that warm anymore. Fred, I was so excited. Last week's combination of Red Bull and yeah. uh, Pizza Bites. Yeah. I really was. That I even told my wife today, like, I think I might do a repeat. There like, you go. I, yeah. That combination was perfect. And she goes, oh, you know, can I have a drink at St. Paddy's Day? I was like, ah, fuck. Maybe. <laughs> I said, you know what? Let me run out and get a Red Bull anyways because I don't drink them anymore. I've been really good with no soda in the house. Good for And you. not drinking like three Red Bulls a day. Uh-huh. So... I saved the Red Bull now for like tonight for like a special Smart. occasion where, yeah. I, where it'll kick in. Um, so I went to get my Red Bull. I skipped the pizza bites because I, I had pizza for dinner anyways with the kid. Right. So I'm like, I can't shove more of that down. And then I said, let me go grab a Guinness, like old school Guinness. Sure. Just as a nod to St. Paddy's Day. And uh, I went to this, my convenience store, which has a liquor store attached to it. And usually I go to this nice liquor store that has like, you, you know, those aisles you can make the Lucy's from and then mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, Fred, uh, this convenient, this little liquor store off the side of a convenience store, the one where I got my Malasada uh, <laughs> stout, whatever I drank last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, uh, They just have some gems in there. Maybe because it's so small. I don't know what the deal is. Um but they had um they may get a good deal on featuring like random looses. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's real local stuff too. So sure. But they did they did have a Guinness um what was it called? Um shit. It was coffee. Oh yeah, I seen those. Cold yeah. brew. 
cold yeah, brew the coffee. Cold brew Guinness. Guinness, yeah. And it was four percent, but I couldn't figure out is it Guinness with coffee or is it coffee with so that they do that, like Guinness? that no boulevard idea. that did that beer I did on the eleven point eight episode um mm-hmm. they do uh, a, a nitro cold brew also and my wife asked me that question we were sitting yeah, there drinking one it? night and i i think we were like too deep or something and she goes so is there coffee in this is this coffee with alcohol in it or is this alcohol right. with like what is, is this coffee flavored alcohol and i looked at her and i said why are you asking me this i don't fucking know <laughs> because i don't want to sit here and drink like a cold coffee that has alcohol in i'm it. pretty sure it's a beer Guinness. that might have traces of cold brew coffee in it but it's not mm. cold brew coffee based although the moment you i say sure? that i'll find out i'm wrong yeah because regular guinness is like five point something just a regular five point two. this was yeah. four this was four. 4%. Right, so that that leans to what you're saying. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm not gonna get that. And then I seen uh, this. I sent you a picture of it. It's called Irish Red, Irish style red ale. It has a bad drawing of a leprechaun on it <laughs> with a bunch of clovers, and it's from Wormtown Brewery in Worcester. Uh, Welcome you to Worcester. Dollar twenty five, please. Do you remember that? <laughs> it's a classic Adam Sandler bit I from do, his actually, old yeah. CD days. That's right. Uh, Toll Booth Willie. Yep. Welcome to Worcester. <laughs> yes, that's Worcester, people. I dated a girl from Worcester. It's not a. It's not a, it's not a I thought it was Worcestershire. Um, Worcester. Welcome <laughs> to Worcester. Uh, and what I like is I sent you their tagline uh, a piece of mass in every glass. I love it. <laughs> I don't know I like that so much. So that's what I'm drinking. Now I drink this, and it's only 5.5, and people are going, 5.5, it's a pint. But uh, me and Fred have been slugging back to 11%, so this is like a vacation. <laughs> Last night yeah. I had a uh, strong beer, which might have added to this as well. Uh, I had a long day at work, and I work from home today. Um, and uh, my wife, uh, because our kids are on spring break right now mm-hmm. in Kansas, uh, certain parts of Kansas, because we went back to school at normal time in late August in my school district. So they're on spring break right now. So my wife did the foolish thing of like having a bunch of like, uh, you know, out of that pod, uh, the two girls over to play with Autumn yesterday. So my wife did six and a half straight hours of um, nine-year-olds running around her house. And nice. on the drive home, I was like, I had a shit day at work. And she goes, I had a rough day. <laughs> She goes, oh, get a beer, <laughs> get a strong get a beer, beer for us. So, um, so we did that yesterday, uh, and I had a uh, a nine percent, nine percent double IPA, um, and so I was like, eh, I'm good today. I I had half a mind to do. I was looking at last year's episode where we did like shenanigans at the lock in. I think is what it was called, and I had this dude with his big mug of green beer, and I was like, maybe I want a big mug of green beer, right? Just get like a Mm-hmm. Not an Irish beer, right? I mean, I could, but I don't think there's any clear ones you can put food coloring in. So uh, I think they're mostly darker. But, you know, get like an Irish lager if I could and throw some some green food coloring in it. And I was like, nah, I don't want to go out. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> so also, if people can tell, and you've probably heard a couple pops, my windscreen broke today. So 
No, I'm gonna I don't hear different. any pops. I think it's on your head. I think it's, it's what probably you're all in my head. I don't hear any pops. Even when you were saying it earlier, I'm like, you sound fine. Well, and I'm going to change my setup anyway, because I don't want to keep mm-hmm. doing this setup where I keep a 65-inch TV glowing behind me, wasting all that energy uh, for most <laughs> of this podcast. So I'm going to switch over to the laptop in the next week or two. So uh, Nice. So going to lean back in my, uh, my recliner. Oh, yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Love that recliner. Love it. I don't like watching TV on it and stuff, but I love gaming on it. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I still stand by this. This is not for uh, bigger people, Mm. uh, especially wider people, um, because uh, like I fit in the chair no problem. But uh, if I was a little wider, and especially like I have wide shoulders, so like if it was built around my shoulders, I'd be in trouble. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have small hips, kind of girlish hips. A yeah, 32 inch waist. Um, and so like, but if I was like, even I would say 36, 38 inch waist, which is a pretty standard male waist, um, mm-hmm. I might find it a little restrictive and that would kind of yeah. ruin the fun. Hmm. So anyway, dude, dude, sit back in your recliner. Yeah. Take a load so off good. kid. Oh, and I need to, cause uh, <sighs> we'll get to it with the games, but like what I've been playing, <sighs> just keeps going um keep but uh, going <laughs> so all right well we're gonna get into the week but first we have a listener mail i want to get to if you want to contact like us it. you can contact us at contact at gaminghistory101.com once again that's contact at gaminghistory101.com uh if you can't remember that you could also go to gaminghistory101.com and there is a contact mm. link <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where you don't even have to send us an email you can fill oh. out a form, and it creates an email oh. that comes to us. That's so official. I'm waiting for the life advice. I'm very good at life advice, Fred. Well, I mean, mo- most of it is don't be a pussy. Stop being a pussy. That's most of my all right, life. So advice. the subject oh. is don't be a pussy. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding too. <laughs> so. Sorta depends <laughs> on what it is. So the email depends on what it is. The email is uh, right up our alley, actually. This is uh, okay. somebody who skates the line between you and me based off of our Sega CD con- or our Sega conversation Ooh. a week or two ago, um, which is uh, the subject is from Alan, and the subject is sticker shock arrow over to flashcards, and he goes uh, for a long time. I've collected classic consoles and games, and I have preferred to play original games on original hardware where possible. I recently decided to introduce my daughter to Pokemon, starting with Red Blue on Game Boy. My carts are 25 years old, and if the batteries still work, they still have my original saves. I looked into replacing the batteries, but then I saw how much those games are worth. They're still uh, complete in box and in pretty good condition. Well then, Alan, yeah, you, you saw a pretty penny there. Um, I knew Pokemon games have held their value, but I wasn't expecting those prices. Um... Should I give you guys the prices? Let's let's look up the prices real quick, just so so I'm going by price charting, which just basically takes an aggregate of what um, eBay sells for. So let's go Pokemon Red. Do 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 do. Where is it? Oh, motherfucker! There's all these different things. Why? Okay, well, I was trying to find something <laughs> simple. Maybe blue. Let's see if I can get blue. Pokemon. How about red Game Boy? 
There we go. Maybe that'll work. Sealed in box. CIB. Right. Yeah, CIB, baby. Yeah, so you get the good. That's what I type in there. Because you know, I like my boxes. <laughs> so the. I love them. Jesus. Okay, let's see. The best one would be this one right here. Okay. So I'm just doing a standard Game Boy Advance Pokemon Fire Red that is um, not the PAL version, not the Japanese version, but the US version. Complete in box over $200, 216 to be specific. Loose cart, 77. If you got sealed, you're looking at 1100 bucks, trees. Mm. So you can understand his apprehension to give that to a child <laughs> or maybe his interest in selling it. Needless to say, I've already ordered an EverDrive <laughs> uh, for the free. Crix is the, uh, the seller, it's K-R-I-K-Z-Z. And he does really good work. He's not the only game in town. I actually spread the love mm. on the flash carts, but I definitely have some EverDrives. Um, and uh, anyway, that's what he's referring to. I'll probably get the Genesis version that allows Sega CD games in lieu of putting more hours on my somehow still working Sega CD. So that's what I'll back him on. Um, just for Alan's reference, there is the EverDrive... Um, there's the Mega Ever, EverDrive Pro or something which does play Sega CD games now. And the first people to create it was Terra Onion who made the uh, Mega SD, which I really like. And that's the flash cart I use. But I think at this point, their operational abilities are almost identical. I do your research on that. And I think their prices are roughly the same. They're roughly 200 bucks. Anyway... Bottom line, bottom line, I enjoy looking at these games and the systems on the shelf. I also enjoy playing them. I just don't think it's necessary to play the original cartridge in the system when other options are available. But that does not but that does depend on the game's value and fragility slash robustness. Right, that makes sense, trees, right? Like here's a question for you. Popful mail is worth like over a hundred dollars. So is Robo Aleste. In fact, I think yours are complete, so they're worth even more. Um do you care if you're popping in Willie Beamish, which is worth 40 bucks, versus Popful Mail, which is worth like 250 Well, you do, but like, well, okay. No, I play yeah. Popful Mail all the time. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I was just about to I say. I mean, there's no difference if I'm playing them. I'm just imagining, well, for a minute I there, mean, I imagine you tossing a four year old Popful Mail and being like, put <laughs> but, it in your um, drive, kid. <laughs> throw it in there. Drag it on the ground first and put some peanut butter on it. Uh, no, I mean, oh, okay. No, I mean, and my Poffel Mill isn't complete. I just have the disc. Robo list I, I got. That one might be complete. worth more than Poffel Mail these days, but anyway. But, but yeah. So thank you mm. for the email. So we're both right, trees. That's what that's what I got from Alan. Yeah, but like, what's yeah. So is he is he getting an EverDrive to play Pokemon? You still need the cartridge in uh, it's EverDrive, a flash card. Though, right? So an EverDrive uh now technically thing. speaking Okay. Yeah, they're they're flash cards. So you put them I've, on I've an SD up card. Technically I just can't speaking though, some are. people I, I do this and actually Crix, I, I think sells okay. one. You can get a dumper. Um which before people laugh too too much. Um mm -hmm. There are ones that are very limited and some that are more robust. I think the most robust one I've seen had, I think, a Game Boy, a Game Boy Advance. Like, it was a two-in-one slot. An NES slot, a Super Nintendo slot, a Genesis slot, which also works with 
Master System and a Turbo Graphics slash PC Engine slot. And then it has a USB and it uses a software where you just put your regular cartridge in there and it dumps the ROM. Um, at that point, I'm like, like if you really care that much, okay, but just download off the internet. <laughs> but yeah, the flash cart you just loaded up so, with with ROMs. So the EverDrive. No, so you play it on real hardware. And you would play that. That's what, what I do with all my or stuff. TV or. So I. Oh yeah, I've got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they have one for a Game Boy. I've got Boy? the Game Boy EverDrive. I've got the Game Boy one? Advance EverDrive. Just a little one. Play uh-huh. it. Ironically enough, the one system mm-hmm. I don't have a flash cart for mm-hmm. is probably the one that everybody else does, which is the DS. I own all the DS carts I want, and so um, mm-hmm. I don't have the R4 cart. <laughs> yeah, I'm just conf- I'm just confused. Mm-hmm. So I'm just confused mm-hmm. just because a Game Boy cartridge, right? <clears throat> it's not like yeah. If it's just in the Game Boy and you're playing it, like there's not much happening to that cart. It's not like you're ruining that cart. No, but as you, keep, cart as you keep pulling it out and Boy. opening the box and everything it's like that, like especially a completely in box for a tear. Game Boy Advance game, like those little cardboard ones. Yeah, I'm going to side with him I on guess. that one. Uh, I think what you're missing out of that whole story, though, is the save battery. After time, those die, and he doesn't want to resolder them and everything, especially because yes. they're worth well, a lot. That's what so what ask. you do is you sell it complete in box on eBay mm-hmm. for the two hundred dollars, yeah. and then you let them worry about it when they buy it. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I will say the EverDrives are really yeah, useful for that. It. Like Just a lot of cool stuff they do. Trees is like for my uh, my NES mm-hmm. one. There's a bunch of patches out there now where instead of putting in all those ridiculous passwords in, like, Dragon Warrior and Metroid, it just adds saving. Like, that's useful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's really useful. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like I said, there's all kinds of reasons. I mean, look, as much as I love my, uh, (laughs) you know, my solid-state media here... (laughs) Without a doubt, I mean, listen, it's, I understand, you know, that yeah. It, yeah. it's not going to last forever, especially the Sega CD stuff and, and whatnot. Um, as my son gets older and stuff, he probably mm-hmm. won't give a shit about older games. I mean, my daughter's so, already there. <laughs> you know, who knows? Uh, you know, down the road. Yeah, down the road, I might. You know, start looking into that stuff. But for now, well, and and yeah, and um, flash cards aren't know, cheap. Like uh, your portable console ones I, are like a hundred bucks. I, I think NES is like one fifty, and um, I think your SNES EverDrive is also like mm-hmm. one fifty. But on the SNES specifically, nobody's buying EverDrives. They're buying the SD two SNES because it's the only cartridge that's compatible with every game, and so. You're spending like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. When you're doing that, like, mm. again, Trees, it's like we've talked about on this show. 
One, you're not gonna buy them all, cause then all you're doing is you're just buying yourself a project for the rest of your life, and you don't want that. What you do is you just buy one, right? You buy the EverDrive for your Genesis. And if you right. want my advice, Alan, um, and I don't, uh, you might already have a flash card, so I might not be telling you anything you don't already know. But if you want my advice, don't do that shit that people do where you load it up. Don't do that. Like what I usually do is a top ten. Right, I, I handle my flashcards like I handle my uh, like I handle my um, uh, my my consoles, like my modern consoles. Like I just have like five or ten games on there. Now, what you do need to do if you're going to do a flashcard, and most people aren't going to dump their collection, is if you do want every game so you have access to the library. Now that I can get behind. Download the whole thing, usually off of archive.org or something. They'll have like a redump archive of like every Genesis game. Download that and store it on like a uh, on like a backup drive, right? Like I have a USB 10 terabyte that's just like my backup. Sure, store that there. But on your flash cart, don't. And let me tell you how many times I've read stories online where people <laughs> download and dump that whole collection. But then they never like uh, they they never back it up, <laughs> and so again they spend all this time organizing and reorganizing their collection and all this shit, never actually playing any games. And then the flat the SD card, which they're all volatile, that flash memory, it rots or it dies or it breaks, and then they've lost all the ROMs. <laughs> it's like what were you doing? Like just put one thing on there. Um, so there are benefits of flashcards over normal stuff aside from just right. not putting in a new cartridge. Like for example, trees, if you're worried about like the pins bending, which I know there's not a lot of risk of that, but like on the NES, you know, with a lot of work that has uh, that NES 10 lockout chip will start making your console blink all the time. There's just something useful about just having it in the slot permanently connected to your console and you just, uh, turn it on, right? And you just play what you want. And for me, mm. I even keep the flash cart in the console and I just eject the SD card when I want to add games to it. You know what I mean? Like I don't actually eject the flash cart. So, but anyway, it is what it right. is. Um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah. so uh, but again, one of the big benefits is, you know, it keeps all your saves on there and uh, you never have to worry about that battery dying. So... Well, you do, uh, they still have battery backups on some of those flash carts, but if the battery dies, it still writes the save file to the SD card. So, and then it just temporarily loads it up while you're playing the game, and then it rewrites it. So, even if the battery dies, everything's still safely saved on the SD card. So, you ever think about that, Trees? How many endless hours, weeks, months, days you've given up on, like, saves that just died on you like a flash, like a cart's battery died or a memory card gets wiped or, right? Yeah. How many, how many hours have you just gone to okay. the ether? Yeah, well. No, I never, I never. Those of us in the paranoid camp. <laughs> <laughs> never dawns on me. It, mm -hmm. If that battery uh, dies, it's probably it's something I haven't played point. in a very long time. Doesn't, but there are a lot of the times they're soldered guys. in there, so it's not like it's the easiest thing to replace them. Uh, soldering batteries is not that hard, but still. Mm -hmm. um, right. I digress. So, Trees, tell me about your week, what you've been up to. Mm hmm Yes. Um, a lot of... Uh, 
A lot of home improvement. Wow. Okay. A lot. Holy so, smokes. Uh, and I did it all in a day and a half. That's what I like. That's right. Um, so I had a, uh, so the, the, the grand mm-hmm. plan for this year, Fred, for the O'Connor household is my poor. Oh, uh, okay. She just wants just, a, a, just a new patio. patio. Those are, those are a breeze. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. She, we have a, we have a, we have a deck, like a, mm-hmm. a bad small deck that you can't really use it for anything. And, uh, I look at it sometimes with its, uh, you know, supports tilted sideways. And I'm like, boy, for having kids, this is really, I should really do something about this someday, but I don't. And, um, so her, her plan is to rip that thing down and just put a big stamped concrete patio in, you know, something you put the furniture, you know, you go to Home Depot and Lowe's and you see the nice patio, like the, all weather patio furniture and tables and umbrellas. And she wants it. That's what she wants. She wants a gathering place. Makes um, sense. Yeah. And that's the it plan. Does. No, she costs money though. Costs money. Suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so the plan was to use some tax money, get that done. But I said to her, um, we have a bunch of trees that are going to fall on our house pretty soon that we probably should take care of first because you don't want to spend money on a stamped concrete would be patio bad. and then have trees fall on it. That would be bad. All right. So we had, we had to dish out some money to get these big pine trees cut down. Uh, I think I mentioned it. On the side the, yard. The tree yeah. People left the trees in our yard for like in a the backyard, even worse. Not on the side yard, in the backyard. Yeah. Just big logs. Look like a logging company. Back there, it looked like I was milling paper or something. Now, and um, they just got those uh, like four days ago. It's been a month of my wife emailing these people, being like, you uh, "Yeah, you know how? Shit. Remember how we paid you guys to remove those trees?" And some, yeah, somehow uh, you you know you you took the money, but the trees are still here. Maybe you could rectify that. And they're like, "Yeah, we." You know, we uh, lost a spark plug or something in our uh, crane. Like, it was always an excuse. Like, they couldn't get their crane working. And I'm like, so you, no one's been doing nothing for a month. You guys have been sitting in the office for a month, just twiddling your thumbs, <laughs> playing solitaire. I think they're full of shit. So finally, they come and got, so finally, they come and got, got these uh, trees with this little bobcat crane i'm like really you couldn't have rented that come on guy you know that costs money (laughs) you waited over a month for this thing so they're full of shit it's like oh my god two of you could have you know two of you could have carried this crane (laughs) to the jobs i don't know what's going on thing was so small i'm like that's what we're waiting for so they got all that done right and then i said to my wife i said well there's a big we have a big gutter above the part, you know, uh, on the part of the house that's a, above where the deck is and where the patio would be going. Okay. And it's so yeah. high up, I can't clean those gutters, you know? And you can see leaves hanging out of them and water runs down. So I'm like, that has to be fixed too because you can't put a stamp crank concrete patio and then have water pouring on it 
from bad gutters. So I said, we need to clean those and put gutter guards on them because they're so high up, uh, you know, that way we don't have to worry about them. So then she started getting upset because she's realizing the money. Yes, it does. Very, <laughs> in fact. Money pull, goes fast, Fred. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, she's, she's, poor woman, she's waiting for these taxes. And then it turns out she's in insurance. Mm-hmm. And she got like a little bit of a raise this year, like a 2% raise or a 1% raise. But then she also nice. makes commissions on new clients if she brings some in. And unbeknownst to us, with all her small little commissions and uh. her little raise, we put ourselves in the next tax bracket mm-hmm. by like by like you know eight hundred bucks, <laughs> something ridiculous. So basically, what we would have got, what we she's you see, I don't count on right. nothing. I grew up where you don't bank. I don't. No, bank I'm with on you. That was 80, me too. You know, that's just how I am. You know, um, but she. She sort of was thinking we're getting this, and now we're getting like half that. So I said, listen to me. We got to put that patio on hold. There's so many things we need to do around the house. Let's just get all this shit done, right? And uh, the two big ones was uh, my bathroom, where uh, I need whole new fixtures in the tub, like everything. Everything's breaking (laughs) Can't pull up the drain. Like, everything's messed up. I'm like, this thing stinks. There's no water pressure. Half the water still comes out the spout. God, I need that Instead of the too, shower yeah. head. Like, it's terrible. I'm like, this thing's like 17 years old. Yeah. So, I'm like, so I went out and I bought a whole kit, right? So, that thing's ready to go. And then my son's room, um, he's turning five. Well, you know, he's, he's four and a half. He'll be five in August. End of the... But he still has like a mm-hmm. kind of a nursery esque room, and it sort of needs to be turned into a boys' room, like a kids' room. So like you know like just yeah, he has like little cubbies that are for like baby stuff, like care products and stuff. Or you know from the days oh, when yeah. we were like changing him and he <laughs> stuff like that. I'm like he needs like a he needs like a toy chest and a big bed. Mm-hmm. So he has a crib that converts into a bed. So right now it's in like the halfway position and he's like, you know, like me tall. So he's like, I'm like, I hate this thing. I hate it because it's all her old furniture. That's all this like wood, oak nonsense. And I'm like, nothing fits. Everything's too big. I hate it all. It doesn't match anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's big enough where it's tough to get rid of. You know, (laughs) if it was up to me, I'd chop it all up and burn it in my fire pit. Uh, But she won't let me do that shit. Cause that's how I, that's how I, listen, I, I lived in apartments my whole twenties, some of my thirties. I was, my mentality is take a few things and you, you scuttle everything else and you move mm-hmm. on. So when I don't want anything anymore, it's out. But she's, she's someone who's like, no, what donated or someone else might need it to have the kids. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. Let's <laughs> chop this thing up, burn it be done with it but instead it's going to sit in the garage for six months while she finds someone to give it to whatever um so that was my project this weekend um painting the kids room Mm -hmm. and and putting in the shower shit and uh i only had like a day and a half to do it i was gonna say so yeah that's been my fear with proceeding forward with anything in our showers and stuff so, 
But the problem with showers is, is you can do the spout, you can do the shower head, you can even do the drain. And if you have one of the little uh, pull up chain things, like I was meaning the, the, the hot ones. cold valve um, and the, yeah. Chains and okay. stuff. That's, that's yes. where it gets rough because you got a regulator behind the wall, right? You have the hot cold going to it and then you have the, the downspout and the upspout. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we had the one knob thing, you know, so it's not like two separate knobs. It's one knob thing. The problem with those is that's 17 years old. Now, if you cut a hole in your wall, okay. um, you'll find a two by four that holds the regulator, right? And it, it's basically mm-hmm. where the thing plugs into and then you have the four pipes that come out of it. Now, if you're a savvy fella, you have a pipe cutter and you just cut each pipe and you just take that thing out like a crab and then you just put the new one in and you just, you know, use some shock joints and you just boom, put that in. But I'm like, I'm not messing with this because I bought a new shower head that's <laughs> right, not yeah, compatible. Yeah. So I'm just like, I need someone to come in here and do this thing. So this guy come in, cut a hole. He cut a big hole in my wall, put it in. Um, but then I had a hole in the wall and then I had to do the kids room. So basically what mm-hmm. I did was, uh, cause nice. my kids room was Star Wars. It was all R2D2 and droids and shit. Um, you know, forcing it down his throat at a young age. And he, he, he doesn't care. Does, you know, I tried, you know, I tried to force oh. my Star Wars yeah. wow. ideology on him for a little bit. Didn't work out. Uh, he's, he's Mario? just what he's into now, Fred. We've only been talking about it okay. for weeks. Yeah, I got it right. Room's gonna be Mario. <laughs> All right, so that—that's what he wants. Um, so I had these big blue and gray stripes on the wall. You know, R two D 2s colors, and I had a little mural of R two D two that I painted myself up there. Um, anyways, oh, I had I to bet. prime that shit yeah, like two I was times in two coats of white just to cover up <laughs> color. Um, so basically. Uh, Starting on Sunday, Fred, I just like, I would prime, cut in, prime, run into the bathroom, patch, right? Put in the clips, drilled in the drywall, spackled it as that was drying, went back in the other room, primed again, went back in there, sanded, spackled, ran back in there, primed it. By uh, Monday night... Huh. My kid was back sleeping in his room. I had that shit all painted. We didn't do the Mario yet, but I just got all mm-hmm. the white done. Just it's a clean slate now. And you would Very never impressive. Know there was a hole in that wall. You know? Started started Sunday, you know, then started again Monday yes. around four in the afternoon. Got it all done. I was rocking and rolling, man. <laughs> Then my wife had the nerve to tell me I can't have a fish. And I wigged out. I thought you had Madonna a fish. has a fish tank now. We, we picked up the new fish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. We had a fish. It's dying in my room still as we speak. Uh, just He's still just laying there. But I took my daughter out. and that mm-hmm. I, I can't remember what we talked about, but I did take my daughter out and we bought a new tank. Um, all in one tank, you know what I mean? And we got her some guppies. Because guppies will live through a nuclear explosion. And I'm like, just pick the guppies. That's what I had as a kid. There's all types of them, all colors. They're hardy little fish. You can't kill them. Right. Um, 
if anything, they're going to stop breeding on you like crazy. So we got a nice, cool tank. She got some guppies. She loves it. And I'm like, I really like that tank, man. It's like a two and a half gallon tank. Has all the shit in it. Got a little heater. And I'm like, I kind of would like that on my nightstand. You know, move my dying fish into that. I'm all into, I used to always love fish tanks, Fred. I used to like doing them all natural, natural rocks and wood and making them look like a riverbed. I used to love that shit. <laughs> um, little, little fun fact about me. And uh, so I'm like, you know what? I like that on my nightstand. So I, I said to my wife, uh, as I was doing my home improvement, I had to run to the store for some rolls. And I said, you know what? I, I'm going to swing in the Petco and check out the, uh, maybe get me a, uh, little fish tank and she did the uh you know why don't we hold off why don't we pump the brakes and hold off on the fish right yeah oh, no no i've you know yeah. like i was one of the kids and i was and and i and i just went and for a second it caught me and i was like well i don't know i was just and then i went whoa whoa, whoa. i go i said i've got a goddamn fish <laughs> if i want a goddamn fish i'm like <laughs> if i want a fish i could buy a fish She's like, well, I'm not saying that. She's like, I'm just saying, you, know, we, you got a lot going on. I'm like, yeah. And I can pick up a little tank. And I go, don't worry, I won't use the joint money. Got my own money to buy a fish tank. And she's like, Uh-oh. well, it's not about the money. And then that's when my brain, if my brain had a had a, had a mouth, my brain would go, oh, well, then shut the Luckily, fuck up. it doesn't. So, <laughs> But uh, it doesn't. So I was just like. I was like, well, then what's it matter? What's it to you? There's no skin off your back. I buy a little tank. Uh, and she's like, well, whatever. I just, you know, I just want to make sure you're not doing too much. And then I got all the shit done, Fred. And then I drove the Petco. And those fuckers were all out of the tanks. And it was the saddest defeated ride home I've had it a long time. After I put my foot down, she asked you right said, when you I'm getting in, a where fish. Tank is? Where's the tank? I had to just drive home with no, no fish. Yeah, she did. She was oh, I thought revel in it, honey. I said that nah, it didn't happen. <laughs> right? She went. Not that I'm keeping score, but she goes behind me. her like nightstand and another just one scratches for me. another line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she has a pie chart of my happiness and she's just like she's like make it there a little make that slice a little smaller yeah Mission accomplished. <laughs> <I'm aware. laughs> no she don't care but I, I, as I a husband will, uh, myself you don't need to tell you. me <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's all good it's all good you know I put her through it too so look it's even Steven at the end of the day uh, and then, uh, you uh-huh. know, two more things. Uh, just when I thought uh, my basement down here couldn't fucking be oh. any worse, she decided to cure wood down here right behind me. So, like, mm-hmm. you know when you do projects, uh, wood will dry out and crack. Like, if you have, like, a wood plaque that you cut or, like, I mm-hmm. cut her all these wood slices off the trees out back, you know. <laughs> Because she wants, you know, they usually make a fucking tacky clock out of or something. But um, she wanted them for whatever reason. And she goes, yeah. but they, you got to you gotta put this shit on them. Yeah. That dries them out. Uh, and, yeah, and I knew that from them, making shitty clocks splitting. in high school. 
Um, and she just decided. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, so she she's done it right behind my chair here, and uh, it stinks. I I didn't know what this stuff smelled like, but it's like this. Yeah, the weird term cure is almost odor. ironic, right? <laughs> I don't know what it smells like. Nice. Yeah. So I got that going on. Uh, and Enjoying then the, and yeah. I just thought I'd mention that because I'm sitting here uh, choking my beer down, trying not to fucking smell it. I'm probably getting some sort of fucking disease from fucking being down here. You know, I'm going to go to doctors in a month and they're going to be like, uh, 95% of your body's riddled with cancer. Do you know how that happened? No. I'm clueless. No, I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I was perfectly healthy a month ago for my wife cured wood for my podcast station. Um, and then the other thing, Fred, is uh, I decided oh, to go, go down on. a Godzilla uh, journey. Okay. The 60s. Uh, not the old Godzillas, Gogeta. like the black and whites. That's the um, 2000 Not even that one. shitty Matthew Broderick one. No, Godzilla 2000, new... sorry, was the Japanese one. Broderick is was that too, like yeah, the late that, 90s or early 2000s. It was right around there. Yes. 90. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I but never really made watched that weird, movie. Like and then I just remember re-watching it. Or it was on TV one day, like it's within the last two man. years. And I was like, I'm going to fucking watch this. And I watched it. And I just remember telling my wife, Godzilla looks weird. And this movie's way too long. She, but yeah. And they don't give any reason why he's doing anything. In the sewers of New York. Oh, laying eggs? Coming in to lay eggs? I don't. Those guys suck. Who are the guys that made that movie? Remember the both of them? They made a bunch of shit movies. Oh, really? And people loved them. Okay. Emmerich and Roland. Was it Roland? Yeah. What are those two guys' names? They did um, Independence Day. (laughs) People are high on their nuts, like, forever. And I'm like, their movies suck so bad. I've never seen Independence Day. I'm like, this movie's the worst. Like, it has cool... They they were very good at yeah. visuals. They were those kind of directors. You know, just like Bruckheimer blew shit up. This guy... These guys were, like, cool on like, visuals, but, like, their movies, like, just... They didn't flow and they had no plot. And you were like... Yeah. It's like, really? Will Smith meets an alien? I and the still love he does Independence Day, but yes, uh, Roland Emmerich What's going on? is the director. I would shit my... And shit this my... movie was from 98. I don't know. And I'm then pulling the it producer, yeah, I'm pulling it up. Who's a producer, though? They were like Independence a Day, Godzilla, Day After Tomorrow. They... they did do the new Midway movie, which I actually dug that movie, but uh, it's a remake, you. though. It's a remake. Okay. In 2012, 10,000 BC, Trade, too. the World Trade remember. Center one. Anyways, they did eight legged freaks, though. That was, that's an act of genius. <gasps> the Patriot? The 13th floor? Actually, I'm going back and forth on this one, Trees. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's any man's game. But, uh, but I will I will side with you on what shit. you're saying. Anyways, I see your point. Anyways, they made that Godzilla. I just I don't remember much of it except right. that I'm like, why does Godzilla? So you look did the so more modern strange? stuff, like not even close. Um, but 
So you know how Godzilla um, v Kong, the new yeah. movies coming out. I have out my tickets already. Is HBO Max for opening Kong night. Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, so Godzilla and Skull Island. Kong Skull Island right? and I the seen 2014 both of those Godzilla. On a plane. Okay, yes. Don't. Did right. you know that the son in that? I watched both of them on a plane. Uh, I remember. Uh, in Godzilla is and, uh, kick-ass. Um, He's just all shredded. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. And um, so my buddy, who's a huge Godzilla guy, he's a little older than me. Uh, he's probably in his early 50s. I mean, I'm in my late 30s, Crazy but Godzilla I get it. Fan. Yeah. Yo, he used to try to force me. Yeah, they're fantastic. He, he tried to yeah. force me to watch like the old sixties like laser discs. Ah. Yeah, on laser disc, and then I remember he's oh, the one who okay. had the modded. Yeah, I've just uh, so we could play I've, the Godzilla I've been game. meaning I think to I've try that before. Game. And, uh, he did. So he's done shit like that, and so he has all these on, uh, you know, Blu-ray. Original or, Godzilla like, hasn't 4K, hit 4K yet, whatever. But I called, do right? have, and um. No, yeah, the newest has, one, King of the Monsters, new one I do is have in 4K yes. Ultra, whatever the fuck it is. Yes. So he lent me the other day Godzilla, Skull Island, and King of the Monsters. And I said, I'm going to fucking watch him this week. Oh, yeah, you will. We might, we might go check out that new one in the theaters. I watched Godzilla the other night, and you know, we were making fun of it. I was making fun of it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what I do Correct. remember is Accurate. that they didn't show him a lot, and it was long. Um, but I, I, I watched yeah. it, really liked it. Taking back my, well, like if you've ever, have you ever seen Shin Godzilla? Enough. Like my memory. So Shin I Godzilla it is from the guys who made Neon Genesis Evangelion and it's more of the Japanese style. What? It's on Netflix. No, that's, that's just Godzilla. Is uh, it the anime that's on Netflix? Anime. It's okay. Um, Shin Godzilla is a movie. And it was made in Japan, uh, but I here's where you won't want to watch it. Oh. It's two and a half hours long, and it deals with the sociopolitical ramifications of Godzilla. Godzilla's on the on the screen for about ten, maybe fifteen minutes of the whole movie. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, this one, I liked it. I liked all the old footage in <laughs> the talking about yeah. like. Dropping the bombs or actually trying to blow blow him up <laughs> instead of doing all that shit. That shit was fun. And um I tell you what, after watching mm. that and I've only oh, watched in that in Skull it. Island. I haven't got to the King of the Monsters yet, but uh, most <laughs> most of the Avengers are in these movies. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Like, right? Yes, she is. Like, well, yeah. like although like Brian Cranston, which in is the in the first one. one. And uh Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And then Skull Island, yeah, it's like, holy shit, you got Loki. Yeah. Right? True. You got Loki, Nick Fury. Someone else is in it. Yeah, there's a bunch. You're like, it's like. Oh, no. Hold on. You're breaking up. Marvel right people. Um, Hello? There you are. Okay. You broke up for a second. You, I did uh, hear the Marvel stuff no. when you were talking about Skull Island, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it's like Loki, Captain Marvel. Loki and Captain Marvel are the leads. Uh, yeah, you, 
before we oh, knew I, that Brie Larson bananas. wasn't into but, um, dudes. The first Godzilla. Anyway. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez isn't into dudes um, either, and she's, she's fantastic in, in the Fast and the Furious movies. Um, so. Yeah. Um, but that Godzilla movie, I really enjoyed it. And when they did show him, he was pretty badass. But they did do the same cut uh-huh. like four times, which is right when he starts fighting. It's like yeah. someone's. It's like the perspective of people watching him, and they like close the door. They're always set to fight, and clever. then the people like yeah. close the door as they're fighting. You're like, "What's going so on? Trees. Why would you? I'd watch. We'll discuss it when you see that. it. But I'm very um, curious to hear what you think. A King of the Monsters based off of various decisions that are made uh, in that film. So, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I watched enough of the Godzilla movies as a kid mm-hmm. that I do know Mothra. And, I mean, I know all the monsters. I'm mm-hmm. not like, I'm just saying I'm not diehard. I watched them Oh, and this I was movie kid, was designed for people who I don't either don't know them at all like, oh, or have God, a Godzilla. vague familiarity. But like... I mean, I like the whole, mm-hmm. um, how they, they kept with the radiation theme. You know what I mean? And like the, the bug monsters are like feeding off the radiation and shit. And I like the whole, like these, these cats are right. what really, you know, used to run the earth and it's a whole balance thing. And whenever shit gets unbalanced, like Godzilla is That's a right. great equalizer. Like he comes and fucking evens it up. I like that. That's some cool shit, um, because it gives them very like uh, it's a very like right. animal instinct without a conscience type fucking thing. Like Godzilla's, you know, he's just doing like that's his that's his job. Like that's his instinct is like I gotta the shit unbalance. I'm gonna balance it. Uh, I don't know about these old guys, but I'm wrecking well, this. Well, they deal with like, that. Whatever they I deal with that a lot in like um, the Japanese <laughs> side. A lot like, of people. Godzilla, move. 1984. Uh, it was released in America as 85. Um, yes. Uh, was, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Godzilla's just doing what comes natural, and we have so many nuclear reactors that he's, like, drawn to return, right? And then we walk him into, uh, in the movie, they walk him mm-hmm. into a volcano, right? And they talk about how he's, like, the biggest victim out of all this because man can't help mm-hmm. himself and he and needs to survive and stuff, yeah. So I've always dug those themes, um, right. but it's kind of ironic, right? If, if people who aren't into Godzilla movies, uh, it's really kind of funny because first of all, in the sixties, they got hokey as shit. Like I like those early ones, but when they started getting hokey, whatever, I do like the original Godzilla right. v Kong though. That was pretty good. Um, but, uh, but the themes are actually more thought provoking than people think for a big monster movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. They always were. Right, Godzilla was always processing the Japan's yeah. sort of like mm-hmm. answer to the, the the bombs. Yes, processing that, and, and Godzilla was like a, you know, he he was a result of those bombs. He's the manifestation sort of, like of the fallout the of the bombs. Like it's yeah. a whole remnants of the bomb. Yeah. Yes, that's what. I was, yes, that's what Godzilla originally was. You know, um, but I, the 
the first God, that Godzilla movie, I, I really yeah. dug it. I liked when he fucking <laughs> yeah. ripped the head off that thing at the I end guess. and shot his flame down his throat and shit. I think you'll like, <laughs> like the second God one. Damn. I think you'll like King of Monsters. I'm curious. You know? so, um, yeah. But the, the kick-ass character, I forget his name now, right? And with Right, Wanda yeah, because she's the wife, right? <laughs> Olsen, Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> no. Right? no reason for any of them to be in the movie. If you could tell me what they're doing right. in that movie, like he's everywhere shit's happening, but he doesn't need to be like, there's no reason he's not doing anything. Like he's not like helping Godzilla. He's not against Godzilla. He's just wherever Godzilla is, but he's not doing anything. They had to, give I guess us it's just through his eyes yeah. that you see what's going on, but he's, but he's. It's well, like, if you thought that was funny, you wait really till you get to see how they use the Stranger fuckers. Things girl yeah. in uh, the sequel. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. um, and then I watched Skull Island, which I remember a little bit more of, um, because it's more recent. But I did watch that on a plane too, so there was a lot. I, yeah, I got the four K version um, of that, and I really like that movie. That movie is dope too. I like the old Vietnam setting, and uh. I did watch. I did watch the Blu-ray 4K, even though I didn't watch it on a Blu-ray. I'm just kidding. Uh, a 4K TV. <laughs> I don't have it in my. I don't have it in my game room yet. I need a 4K TV in my game room. But um, mm-hmm. I did like how they set that up. You know, it's Young Kong. Like he's kind of a kid. Like they show his parents dead. And when you look at him now, in that the the yeah. the Skull Island movie. Like David he's not the look, uh, the yeah, King Kong hate, from the, like, uh, the first one. <laughs> he's like, so clean cut. You know? So, um, no, I mean, oh, but if you okay. see the trailers for, for Godzilla I can't watch those Kong, trailers because I don't like how they negatively I mean. portray Godzilla. Um, because this takes place. <laughs> I'm the internet for right now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. He's a good guy, though. Um, but yeah, in the in the you know, so back in the Vietnam in sixty, I think it's sixty six. So I can't remember when me, it, but yeah, the on the movie what the time is. But you know, they show Kong and and, and um, what's his name there? Um, fucking um, the comic relief. Oh, John C. Riley. Sorry. Yes, yes, C. yes, yes. Uh, Riley. John C. Riley. He even says he goes, you know, he's young, but oh, he still yeah. get it. he's still growing. He's like, you better hope he grows. Because <laughs> isn't he the, technically the son goes, of... Dead. Actually, now that so I think about him, it, wasn't he, he supposed to be the son of the young. King Kong in the first movie? No, because that Kong dies also. I have no idea. No, this is a new... This is, right? Skull Island is basically their first... Is that is what it Warner is? Okay, Brothers I've got both movies, but Origin yeah. story of King Kong. Gotcha. So it's, not, it's not related to... Peter Jackson's movie, and it's not related to the old gotcha. movies. That like this sense. is part that of their new sense. monster universe. So this is his origin story. So Skull, skull mm-hmm. Island, yeah. and uh, his parents are dead because they show the skulls, you know, the, the skeletons. And yeah, he goes, he's young, but he's growing. So by the time we get to the the era of uh, Kong versus Godzilla, Something you know, bad. it's uh, what forty years. Four years, more than that, fifty years, right? Yeah, so he's supposed to be real. big bad boy now. 
you know. And uh, yeah, so I gotta watch. Uh, I gotta watch uh, yeah, King of Monsters. So my buddy said, if you just like monsters fighting, <laughs> it's a fun. It's a fun movie. So yeah, so I can't wait to watch watch that. I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm glad I watched uh, these two movies over again because uh, I kind of had negative. Not about Skull Island, but definitely mm, Godzilla mm-hmm. had sort of negative take on it because it was so I didn't really watch it properly go. and uh now that I have I'm like yeah I'm all in I'm all in I want to see what's going on here I gotta watch this King of the Monsters this week well I told my wife you know? uh, I told Otherwise my wife because I am gonna be on call week. when that movie comes out <laughs> I said I'm gonna go watch it and she goes what if you get paged I know you always she oh. doesn't care, but she's like, I know you always get paranoid about being paged and I said, Well hopefully I can just call him back out in the hallway and uh, see if it's something I can get to later. If I can't, I'm across the street from work. I'll just run over and do it. And she goes, yeah, but you'll miss part of the movie. And I said, yeah, but it's on HBO Max, so I'll come home and like make up for what I lost. So um, actually on the movie front, uh, I'll mention a couple of things. Yep. So um, on Sunday, I was a little bored. It was really rainy over here. And as I'll get to in a minute, I was kind of grounded at the house. And so mm-hmm. like, right, couldn't take the dogs on a walk. There was tons of rain. Didn't want to work out. Didn't want to go do anything. Oh, actually, I think I did go for a run before it rained. So I did work out. But anyway, I digress. Um, And uh, was just farting around. And um, I decided to uh, make myself a couple of drinks. Um, I had some tequila in the house. So I I don't know. Have I talked about this on here? One of my favorite drinks to do is take a Capri Sun. Which is which is like fifty calories of like largely natural sugars, <laughs> and I just puncture the pouch and put it in a glass, and then add like a shot of tequila to it. It's a good tropical punch drink. We had the dragon fruit one this nice. week, so does that have a name? Nope. Is it? Uh, I does don't that have think a name so. I don't think they do. Is that a, do they do that in bars? Yeah, it's, it, it must it's be a drink. The year too old for this, um, but uh, but you yeah, I just know. take some silver tequila. Uh, took some 1800 and just, uh, mm-hmm. uh, mixed it with, uh, with a Capri Sun, um, and sat down to watch a movie and I was about to watch something. I forgot what I was going to watch. Maybe a Friday the 13th movie. Cause it was raining. My daughter was like, it's just starting. What? The sack lunch. Sack lunch. <laughs> It's perfect. Sack um, lunch. Give me a sack and, lunch. Uh, and, and I saw on HBO max that, uh, leaving that day, it was the last day you could watch it was um, Judas and the Black Messiah. And, uh, oh. okay, well, so it's a movie that's in theaters now, and it was on HBO Max, but Never it's no longer it. available. It'll be coming out soon. And it's about uh, Fred, it was Frederick something. And he was the, uh, the guy who led the Black Panther Party uh, out of Chicago in the late 60s after Malcolm X and okay. uh, Martin Luther King Jr. were assassinated. Um, and... Uh, the plot of the movie, which is accurate to what happened, because it took place in Chicago in the 60s, which is another draw to me, but I always like this historical stuff, and especially now that we kind of tell it how it is, right? Like, nowadays, um, I understand people's criticisms where you're, mm-hmm. like, digging for stuff, but if you're doing a documentary that's just, you know, like a, a true-to-life thing where there's enough documented history that this was legit what happened, which this was in this case, like, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll watch this. Um and uh, he was a really charismatic leader. And actually, you've seen Black Panther, right? So Chadwick Boseman plays Black Panther. And yes. his um, 
his kind of second in command, his his chief, that that woman, um, she's married to a guy who kind of betrays the tribe in Wakanda. Do you remember that? Like, uh, um, because he doesn't agree with uh, what Black Panther's mm-hmm. doing, and so that guy plays right this leader, ironically enough. Right, uh, but he does an incredible job because okay. they show some historical footage, and I did some research afterwards, and he just nails this this character's just like way of delivering speeches and mannerisms and every like. Oh my god. He makes me want to go fight for civil rights. Like, like it was very good. It was very well done. And um, but the interesting part of the story, <laughs> nice. th- there's always a good hook, right? Was uh, basically J. Edgar Hoover and a couple others in the FBI were assisting Nixon in basically getting rid of the Black Panthers, um, which the movie perceives racism, which might be accurate. I don't know enough, but Nixon seems like a racist asshole, if you ask me. Um, so it doesn't take me. It doesn't take me long to like believe mm. that, right? <laughs> so, but the whole idea was is they would, um, mm-hmm. they were going to try to basically undo the Black Panther Party because they viewed them as um, a terrorist organization. But again, that's apparently a ruse because they're just racist. And eh, in the late '60s, yeah, that doesn't take an active imagination to believe that. Um, and so, what they do is they take this guy. Um, in the movie, they always joke and call him uh, Wild Bill, but he's like William O'Brien or something, which is weird because that doesn't sound right. It, like I keep saying that name. I know it's William something, but it doesn't sound right because he's an African-American guy. But anyway, he's a black guy who gets pinched in Chicago because what he did was he would impersonate an officer and he would go up to black dudes and um, uh, oh. search them and say, hey, your car was reported as stolen grab their keys and drive away with their car. And that was how he would steal cars. And so he gets caught because one guy like questions him and he gets figured out. Oh. And so when they, uh, when the FBI questions him because he has an FBI badge, um, which is fake, they know it's fake, but like, you know, they question him and they're like, why are you impersonating an officer? And he goes, because he goes, why don't you just rob people with guns? And he goes, well, because in, you know, right now, a badge is scarier than a gun. And so he was facing two years for attempted mm. GTA and five years for impersonating an officer. And they make him a deal that instead he gets close to this guy and um, gives them intel. And so it's this, that's why it's called Judas and the Black Messiah because it's, it's about this guy who's like feeding the FBI information on uh, the Black Panther Party. Um, it's a very good, well done drama and it was very inspiring. Um, so I recommend people, especially if you're interested in historical stuff, especially the good and the bad that happened in this country and many other countries, you know, I'm very big into history. So of course, like I wanted to watch it, uh, and it's just very well done. It's just a very well done film. So, um, but I watched that. That was a great way to enjoy an afternoon. Hmm. Um, I kind of almost feel (laughs) bad that I opened with the fact that I made a drink because, uh, uh, drinks can help people relax. Like I had one, it wasn't a big deal, but, uh, it's, it's almost one of those things where it's like, I didn't need it. Like I had, I known what I was about to watch. It's a sharp, clever drama and I'll definitely have it in my collection. Like I, I have movies like that in my collection. So, um, but it was good to see. Mm-hmm. It was because it's in the theaters right now. What was um, that on HBO yeah. max? I do. Yeah. Is, um, do you, do you have HBO Max? Um, 
So is I it, have uh, one of those deals it? that most people have where I share my subscription to something and somebody else shares their subscription to HBO Max with me. Um, so, uh, but I could see it worth it. Uh, here's the thing. Because oh, gotcha. we go to the movies right now, and I know that's not the case everywhere, right? Beardy, I think, in Chicago, I, I don't think he can go to the movies. Um, like, even if he wants to. I don't think it's an option. <laughs> so, if you don't have another option, then the HBO thing is definitely worth it. Um, they've done much better on their streaming. I remember watching... Mm-hmm. Remember I used to bitch about watching, like, virtual YouTube videos for Game of Thrones and shit like that? Not the case. This Judas and the uh, mm-hmm. and the Black Messiah, and I also watched um, all the little things. We watched Wonder Woman 1984. We saw that originally in the theaters, but we rewatched it on HBO Max. And, you know, even I think tomorrow, I think, is the premiere of that four-hour fucking Justice League Snyder cut that everybody thinks is going to be great. And I'm interested, but, like, my wife and daughter right. found out it's four hours, and they're like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> The people have been waiting so long for it. They're not going to allow themselves to believe it's bad, even if it is. And I'm way more into DC now than I ever was. So I think I will also like it, but I'm curious to watch it. Anyway, the point is, Mm -hmm. um, those are all in like 4K Dolby Atmos if you've got it. And I stream those those all in 4K Dolby Atmos and never had any hiccups in the playback. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no, they, they do good now. Um. Unfortunately, I don't think the HDR in Judas and the Black Messiah was true HDR. I think they just adjusted the uh, color palette, which is an unfortunate implementation of HDR that sometimes happens. They do it with the Mandalorian also, mm-hmm. but I digress. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I think if you don't go to the movies, it's worth it uh, just to get those like theater movies, right? Um, but if you do go to the movies and if you have no value in the HBO stuff, which I don't, all the HBO shows I like, I own on disc. I have all the Game of Thrones uh, stuff on disc. I have Chernobyl mm-hmm. on disc. I, anything that was on uh, uh, on there, I watch. Uh, you know what else, though, Trees, is as a big DC fan, and I just happen to get this out of the, out of the gate, is a lot of that other stuff that's on there for DC I really like. That Harley Quinn animated show is fucking amazing. Do they? Do they have, they have like, some um, of that? I think Aquaman all the movies are on there. Squad now I own all those there. movies on disc, so again, no need for them. But I think they're all on there. Okay. Oh, you should. I've, I haven't seen. I haven't seen enough any Shazam, of them, so which like, like ah. he's the stupidest. I DC watch him and watch that I like that cut. movie. Yeah, I actually. So, um, but. Uh, some of the stuff I wanted yeah. to see was like I think Swamp yeah. Thing wasn't on there, but it eventually got so cheap. I think I got it for eight ninety nine on um, on Amazon. Like you don't necessarily need it, um, mm-hmm. or you don't necessarily. Not everything's on there, but there's a good mix of stuff. It's a surprising amount of content. Like you get the theater stuff plus HBO plus all that stuff, and fifteen bucks. Like fifteen bucks. Only because people compare it to like Disney Plus for eight or whatever it is, and like Netflix is now like twenty. Like, if if mm-hmm. my daughter wasn't so hooked to a lot of Netflix shows, and my wife is like addicted to the true crime shit that's on there, and I'll right. be honest with you, there's a couple of things I've been watching. Like Paradise PD is this total adult animated show, and I love it, <clears throat> and I love Disenchantment and stuff. But like. I could do without it. Mm-hmm. I would probably, if I had to pick Netflix or HBO Max, I would probably pick HBO Max. 
to have as my like subscription. But I know there's other people who would disagree with that. So I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I said, all in all, it's worth it uh, if you don't go to the movies. So. Okay, I was wondering what that sound was. I mm-hmm. thought that was coming from you, but I found out it's okay. just like lightly uh, hailing outside <laughs> at my window. So if anybody can hear something that sounds like there's mild popping oh. of popcorn in my recording, because remember, can't. they're hearing my recording. Uh, that's what that is. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. what? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. no, I didn't hear that. So, um, so, so was meowing, one last so question, Trees. Uh, uh, and then I'll, uh, well, I'll, yeah, I'll talk about my, my weekend real Mm -hmm. quick, but it won't take long. But one last question on the subject of like movies and shit like that. So I texted you tonight because I saw Mass Effect Legendary Edition, uh, was available at Best Buy for pre-order and they have a free steelbook Mm -hmm. with it. And I think you'll agree with me. That steelbook Mm -hmm. looks nice. It's not one of those, like, maybe I want it, kind of like the cyberpunk one. That Mm -hmm. one looks nice. And as evidenced by the fact that in some cases, people are finding out that um, they're already not sure if they have enough steelbooks for the Mass Effect fans that have (laughs) pre-ordered. My understanding is if you did successfully place your pre-order, though, you're good to go. Mm. Like, if it's successfully pre-ordered, then you're fine. So, you 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 sent me that like around nine o'clock, maybe a little earlier, and then when you were calling me tonight, <clears throat> uh, I was in the yeah, middle yeah. of PayPal uh, pre-ordering it. I'm like, <laughs> and it says it has. Well, if you look at your order, it'll just have both so of them on there. If they're both we'll on there, I wouldn't worry about it. The, what I can tell you yes, from Best Buy is once you're at that yes, status I mean. where you've got a confirmed order that's pre-ordered, they're going to get you one, um, even if they have to arrive mm-hmm. separate. So. Oh, can't say that because they fucking Yeah, but you have to understand my, that, like, my, I don't know Skywalker how Best Buy did that, but... That, that game has been in a lot of tumultuous, yeah. Let's face it, you're more know, concerned about that fucking steelbook in that pre-order than you are about the game itself. You know the game will come out eventually and you'll be fine. But yeah, that, that steelbook with the Han yeah, Solo and Carbonite is fantastic. Um, so the other thing that came that yeah. hit was uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> so this I, I need your opinion on because my wife didn't have an opinion on. Indiana Jones is coming to 4K. I have to have it. They they did reveal, um, okay. and I've really gotten into classic movies in 4K. Mm-hmm. I used to be a naysayer on that, but like I watched Apocalypse Now. I've got Jaws. I've got um, Back to the Future trilogy. And so they've, of course, announced with this. See, with Star Wars, they didn't run the original films because apparently they don't have them anymore. They didn't run the and and Lucas had hacked them to pieces with the special edition stuff. So I'm less I was less interested in the 4Ks of those. I didn't get them because uh, they they are like these processed upscaled versions. Whereas with like Back to the Future, they ran the actual film mm-hmm. negative through a scanner. They did the same with Jaws, and they're doing that with Indiana Jones. They ran ran all the negatives through a film scanner. Um, and gave them Dolby Atmos. So they're going to be good. Um, it's 100 bucks for the Steelbook at Best Buy or 90 bucks for the non-Steelbook, right? So that's a real mm. cheap 
right? And from what I can tell from what it looks like, it looks like it is four steelbooks in one of those, like, slotted cases. Yeah, that's what I think it is. For ten more bucks, yeah. Oh. Now, the two things bucks? that are suspect on it that I've noticed, one yeah, is the digital weird. copies... It doesn't look like they mm-hmm. come with digital copies, but the original 4K one does. It doesn't come with Blu-rays, but it comes with the 4Ks, um, which I already have the Blu-ray box set, which I'll keep because I always want to have both the 4Ks and the Blu-rays just in case. But um, in case one dies and I can just make do. But uh, but I don't know. You might be sacrificing your digital copy. I'm willing to sacrifice the digital copy, but I won't know until I just get it and open it, you know? I'm willing to risk it, though. Um, but uh, And the, mm-hmm. the box art is not great. The Blu-ray steelbook was way better. It was the original, like, covers. <laughs> These are, like, the original covers, but they're, like, silhouettes with, like, weird rainbow colors. If you ever look it up, Trees, you'll see it. It looks weird. Um, but here's the question, the, t- the twofold question. Mm-hmm. Okay. One... And it's not even 10 bucks, it's 9 bucks cuz I think the Amazon pre-order is 91 for the box set and then it's 99.99 for the the uh, Best Buy one. It comes out June 8th. So the question is, one, I'm going to get this box set, but maybe I wait. I did that with Lord of the Rings. I didn't get it day 1. I still haven't pulled the trigger on Lord of the Rings because I saw Matrix. I pulled the trigger on Matrix day mm-hmm. 1, bought it for 100 bucks, and then it was down to like 50 in like 6 months. Because let's face it, 4K doesn't sell very well. So they're hoping a lot of people buy it right out of the gate, and then they come down in price. So do I get it day one? Because here's the problem. I'm fine paying 75 for the three movies, but it's that whole fucking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and bumping the price up to 100 that really has me irked, right? And it's a little pricey, right? Yeah. Does, like when yeah. I bought the Blu-ray box set, I think it was 40 mm-hmm. for all four it movies. It is. That's a little more understandable. That premium, though. Uh, I don't know if I want it day one. And then with the weird colors and stuff, but but it's Steelbook. Once those Steelbooks sell out, you know they're going to be impossible to find. So it's like I pre-order it or I don't. Yeah, that see, that's, that's just yeah. a love of the material. Like, for me... I grew now. I grew up with Indiana Jones, as in, I did too. You know, yeah. We sat around oh, as yeah. kids. I saw when the first I, I one didn't see came Raiders out when it came out. You know what I mean? Like two, um, but like, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. I was, but in I the saw Temple of Doom in the theater. The first one and came that out. Was that a was a big, big deal. deal. And then I, of course, uh, I remember saw Last Crusade in the theater. So I did pretty good. Trees. I was really young, way too young to see Temple of Doom when I did. No. Well, I remember. Maybe I did just see Last Crusade, but anyway. Yeah, so Temple of Doom. Yeah, because Temple of Doom was 84. No, I was too young. I I did not see Temple of Doom. I might have seen it in the theaters, but it was a re-release. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Raiders was 82. Temple of Doom, we used to ride out bikes to go see that every weekend. Um, In the first one, in... um, like I remember with Raiders, I remember a kid saw it right. and he was telling yeah. us about like all the violence. He was talking about the pit of snakes in the front. Doctor Octopus like, gets hit with all crazy. those uh, and, um, spikes. Remember? But for me, remember when he's leaving, he finds him in there. Yeah. 
Adios, muchachos. Anyway. Yes. He finds him like he tried to <laughs> yank him. Um, <laughs> the I treat the Indiana Jones saga much like the Karate Kid saga, whereas only one uh-huh. and two matter to me. You can throw the other ones away. Um, and I know you might not feel about like that about Indiana oh. Jones, but I didn't care about oh. Last Crusade. I like Temple of uh, Doom more than the average no. person. Sounds like you do too. But Last Crusade right, is part e- of it. Oh my God, the way Connery and Ford play off each other and fucking... It's so yeah, good. Are you kidding me? Temple of Doom or Last Crusade is it's like right. one of the it's all right. quintessential it's films. All right. Raiders is the best one, but like, come on. It's okay. And Temple of Doom is my it's favorite, a- but... But yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it in a very long time. I'm just saying, mm. you could end it with Temple of Doom, and I would have been happy. Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. from the minute no. that yeah. shit starts, it doesn't stop. That that movie is nonstop. That movie has no downtime. The most downtime is when Willie tells the story of her grandfather as a magician, and it's like two minutes long. And you're like, can this movie fucking pick up its pace because this is too long? Other than that, that movie is just. I mean, it's like that cart scene, right? It just keeps it just keeps up all the way to the end. Yes. And to me, The Last Crusade, I don't know. From when I saw it, and I've yep. seen it on <laughs> opening, because I remember going with my brother, and we had the big collected cups and the big fucking bucket of popcorns and all this shit that you got, and it had all that Sean oh, Connery's yeah. face on it. I had that mu- cup all the way into my first apartment because I used to put booze in it. Yep. So, I mean, I had that mug forever. All the faces were worn off. But um, I'm just like, I watch it and it has some action in it. But at the same time, it's almost like the director's like, you know what would make this movie yeah, there's character good? development. More too, Nazis. But yeah, I see. more Nazis in there. Everything was just, everything was just too, everything was just too, too much of that. And I'm just like, I just want, you're right. I just want too much. I want more Temple of Doom. I want people it's what jumping I out wanted the plane Kingdom of the Crystal a, Skull a float, to be, and it was so not in that. Surviving. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was supposed to be, but yeah. Mm. No one knows what that was. No one knows what that yeah, was. Yeah, I think um, I've convinced myself. I don't think I need the steel book. I think I'm just going to wait till it comes out and yeah, hopefully anyways. it comes down in price. And if we get to Christmas time and it hasn't come down in price, I'm just going to tell my wife, mm-hmm. Christmas is figured out this year. We're good. You won't be able to at the beginning. You buy them individually? I could see the regular releases. Because here's what they did with The Matrix. The trilogy was at launch. And then like a month later, they released them all as individuals. In fact, Mm -hmm. you ready for the dick move they did? I think the trilogy was at launch. And the Steelbook was either at launch or it came later. And but that was a huge difference. I think it was ninety nine or eighty nine ninety nine or ninety nine ninety nine for the Matrix trilogy. I think it was eighty nine ninety nine, thirty bucks piece, which is going price for new four Ks at the time that came out because that was one of the newest one. That was one of the first four K collections, and the Steelbook one was like one thirty nine. Right? It was like ridiculously higher priced. <laughs> and then they released the individual movies later. Mm-hmm after that first month, after they sold as much as they could of the bundles, right? And each movie was only like 20 bucks and they released individual steel books and the, those individual steel books were even cooler than the collection steel book. 
And that may, might happen here. I doubt it, right? Because we saw that with Star Wars. Star Wars, they just released the 4K collection with all nine movies. No, they did release them all individually as well. Yeah. They're going to come out. No, I don't mean the Steelbooks. Yeah, uh, I have Star Wars, to my knowledge, books. other than the Steelbooks on the, on the Blu-rays oh. and a couple of the newer ones, um, they didn't have it. Like, my Steelbook of, like, Rogue One... Mm-hmm. is just the Rogue One steelbook, and then I bought the 4K. There wasn't yes. a steelbook, and I just put the 4K disc in the slot where the DVD oh. was, right? Like, that's what I did. And I, uh, But yeah, um, there was no mm-hmm. steelbook collection of the Star Wars movies that was in 4K, right? It was just those individual Blu-ray steelbooks, and then there were a couple of 4K steelbooks that came out late. Um, with this one, who knows what they'll do? But I, I, yeah, I think in just talking to you, I've convinced myself, one, I don't think I want Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And so it might be worth it to wait. And if I'm lucky, I can just buy the three movies at 20 bucks a piece, pay 60 eventually if they <gasps> never come down in price or 25 maybe a piece and pay 75 mm-hmm. and just get the ones I want, right? And then maybe they get individual steelbooks that are better later. So I've just talked myself out of it. Mm-hmm. But anyway... I digress. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, so last but not least, um, this weekend or this week went kind of rough for me. So on Saturday, I was going to do our taxes or I was, yeah, with my, or, and it was Friday. I took off Friday, this last Friday. No, it, well, I didn't take off Friday. No, I was at, I, w- I worked, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I already did my Friday off with my PS5, right? I think I talked about that last <laughs> week. So yeah, I already did my Friday off my PS5. Yeah. So anyway, so this Friday, what yes. I did was I got off of work. Um, that's right. My daughter started spring break and she was all happy. So she was playing with her friends. I got out of work, uh, which I work from home on Friday. So I just like logged off and then I did our taxes. That's what, that's what I did. And um, <laughs> no, you know what? I did the taxes Saturday morning. So this is the order in which the bad stuff happened. So Friday night, I get off work and I ordered Thai food and I was going to go pick it up. And I remember at six o'clock, I went and got my daughter dinner and then my wife gets home from work at eight. So at 7.30 was when my pickup time was and I was having a good time, Trees. It had been raining that morning or that night, but the rain had stopped temporarily and I got in the good old Camaro, put on some good rock tunes, some open road songs, um, was gunning it to go pick up the Thai food. And I had the windows cut a little, right? You get that nice breeze going with that good sound. And I was on my way to the Thai place. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my alarm goes off in my car <laughs> um, and says, uh, you need to check your diagnostics. So I hit my diagnostics and I watched my tire pressure go from like 34 to like 32 to like 28 and I was like, holy shit, I'm like leaking air. And so I pulled over real quick in a parking lot and listened to it and I could hear a light hiss. So what I did was uh, I called my wife and I said, look, I'm going to try to get my car back home um, because it was 7.30 and all the tire places were closed. Um, And I didn't know who would have my tires, right? So I wanted to tow to a place that I knew would have tires, but I have to do that research the next day. You know what I mean? And so I was like... There's a gas station up the street. If you can pick mm-hmm. up the Thai food, I'll call the Thai place, tell them you'll be there around eight. And she was like, yeah, I'm willing to do that. And I said, okay, cool. 
uh, we'd already prepaid for it, so I didn't really, we didn't have a choice in the matter. And it was good. It was good Thai food. <laughs> it was a new place we tried, but it was good Thai food, so it was worth it. Um, ran up the street, refilled my car. My car got down to nine PSI. <laughs> um, but I was driving slow, so I took side roads right. and I was doing 30. Um, and on top of that, I come to find out that my cars were, my tires were never flats. So they never really actually went flat. There was no rim damage or anything. Um, but I did it the right way, they said. And so I went up to fill in air. And I don't know if this has been your experience, Trees, but every time I go to fill up air, which is not often, but every time I go to do it, there's always some fucker at the air, right? Air is never, an, free air at a gas station is never something, like people just <laughs> inherently like fucking hang out at the free air. Like, I don't know why. And there's always... Yeah, I, and there's always, oh, like, meaning yeah, it's not available, or you don't get why they do it. Okay, well, we have free no, it's ones not, at the this say, chain called like Quick Trip that's around here. Yeah, and in Chicago, I wasn't <laughs> used to free air either. It was always nice. like, you'd have to get a dollar and quarters, so you'd always have to go in there and get cash. Anyway, um, so there's always fuckers at, at the free air, and they're always doing anything but filling up with air. And same thing here. I pull up, there's a dude at the free air and he's got the air thing in his hand but he's smoking a cigarette and he's sitting in the passenger seat which he's got the door open for so i pull up there i'm chilling right it's up to no and good and i even turn off my headlights so as i'm not beaming at him but i sit there with the engine running like i'm like motherfucker i am coming in here and he took so long i cut the car off and uh i was kind of an asshole but like enough so that i wouldn't provoke a fight right Cause he was like, he was like 19 in socks and sandals. Right. So mm -hmm. I fucking hate him. Um, but I was like, Hey, uh, when I, uh, when okay. I got out, I was like, Hey, uh, I need to use the air next. And so that's why I'm lined up behind you. I just wanted you to know what I was doing. I said, but you doing okay over there? Anything I can help you with on the air? Oh no, no, man. I got it. All right, good. I just wouldn't want you to be like stuck. Right. Like if you're if your if your car ran out of air like mine did, and then He's I couldn't move, it. like that would really suck. So just want to make sure you weren't having that problem. He goes, "No, I'm not having that problem." I was like, "That that's cool." So I went in and yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck yeah. he's doing. Anyway, I went inside he's, he's and got an that. energy drink. Huffing that free air. Back out. I mean, you got to pay his car, and then he did that shit. I've never understood this. Where you start your car and you sit there for like five fucking minutes. I don't know what he's doing. He's weaving a crochet. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he finally left. And so I just wheeled my car is. at like five miles an hour. The PSI was down to like mm. five. And I filled it up with air and it got to like 40. And I was like, PSI. <laughs> I was like, the tire's forfeit anyway. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's get home. Drove 30 miles an hour home. It never went yeah. into 30 PSI. Like I got down to about 30 PSI on the drive home. It was about another mile and a half home. And I'm in the driveway. I didn't park in the garage because I wouldn't want a flat in the garage where they can't tow it. Right? So I parked in the driveway, called it a night. Then while I'm waiting for my wife to get home, mm -hmm. I just checked the, um, I checked the, uh, our bank account. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because it was last week I did our taxes. <laughs> okay. That's right. I'm sorry. And I just didn't talk about it. It was the week before I had done our taxes and we owed for the first time in a long time. We didn't know much either. Just so you know, we owed like... 200 bucks or something, but still it sucked. And it was because of how our tax bracket works, plus all of the credits and stuff that we usually get and all the deductions and stuff. It's all part of the standard deduction now. 
you know, you kind of get fucked as like the middle class, right? And so I was like, whatever. But I had to change it. Normally mm-hmm. I have a direct deposit into our savings account. Now I had to do uh, take it out of my checking account. Well, so I was checking for the Biden bucks on Friday night uh, before my wife got home. And I think what's happening is we're getting delayed. Although Julie's finding out that the only reason it seems like everyone's getting their return is because the people who are getting them are talking about it. But somebody did a poll recently because they didn't get theirs and they were feeling bad because I guess the issuance is really starting today on the 17th when we're talking. Um the other ones are just planned, but somebody did a bunch of stuff and was like, how many people have actually gotten it? Like actually seen it, like hit their bank account, even though it's not available yet. And it was like two out of like 90 or something. And so she's like, I don't think they've processed as many as we think. It's just that the people who they have processed are getting them quick. Right. Um, and so I went to go check for Biden bucks and I didn't see them there. Which I don't care that much. We hadn't pre-spent it. We're just—I was just waiting to make sure they were there, so I could, if they dropped it in the checking account, I want to move it to savings real quick. Mm-hmm. But um, what I did see trees was a fucking authorization that I didn't recognize, and it was for a men's warehouse type suit company. Oh no! And I was like, "What the fuck?" And so I called my wife. She's driving home, going to get the Thai food, and I was like, "Hey, did you buy anything from a suit company for me?" No. Okay. Well, this is the company. Do you know this place? No. Okay. So Friday night started pretty bad because I'm out tires. (laughs) I'm out of tire. And I had to call and cancel my debit card. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which is always a pain in the ass. Um, Because now I'm running around without a debit card. Right. Like I've got to put everything on a credit card and pay it back. Um, but uh, yeah, started the weekend pretty bad and then had just like a rainy weekend, but played a lot of games as well. I actually didn't play a lot of different games. I just played a lot of games, um, which we're at an hour 40 and we haven't even gotten to mm. yet. So it's one of those weeks. Um, yeah. Holy shit. No. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, the good news is I don't have a whole lot of games to talk about, but you might. Um, yeah, but sure. uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that happened. Um, but, you know, Saturday perked up. You know, I got uh, I got the tires fixed, and they were they were about due to be replaced. Like I was at that point where when you go for the oil change, they're like, "Oh, you know, it's probably time to change those tires." At least, if not now, soon. So it was about time. So because I was gonna repair it, and soon. he goes, uh, you, "You're just a little too flat to repair it." Like if you do. I feel bad because you're going to be replacing this tire again soon. And so he said, you should probably just, you know, do it. And he goes, and at this point, you should at least do a pair, but I would just do all four just so you don't have to worry about it. And they're all lined up together. And I was like, okay. And uh, these guys who sold me the tires were different than the people Mm -hmm. I go to for my normal mechanic stuff because he couldn't get the tires. He was like, I can't get you tires today. And he goes, but the place across the parking lot, like, they're reputable. They're getting the same tires I am. Like your tire brand is going to be who you get with. You know, I get Michelin. So he was like, Michelin's going to cost about the same and they are going to be the same fucking tire, right? Like he's like, it's fine. Um, so I went over to them. Um, but again, I got two places telling me, yeah, you should probably replace it. And one of them is my mechanic who I trust. And so I was like, okay, I'll just replace them. So I replaced the tires and I got the Biden bucks. At least I know where some of that money's going. Yeah, and four four Michelin tires on on a Camaro, which are twenty inch rims, yeah. like not cheap. <laughs> I'll just tell you guys right now, you're talking, 
you're getting near 1500 bucks no <laughs> like for a set so uh yeah it's not it's not fun um right. but uh but i did that yeah. um and uh the debit card got replaced i got my card in the mail today so good for me and uh, that authorization got canceled out and never went through so and i see no the other authorizations right. that are questionable so i think we're safe we we stopped whoever got a hold of it but my card didn't go missing so i don't know how they got it um but they said nowadays like scammers are trying so hard he goes it could be as simple as and and he goes i hate to say this but this will happen he goes have you gone any fast food places where they said the chip reader's broken and can you just hand them the card and actually i had done that recently i was in a drive through or something and i go to put in the chip reader and he goes oh we're at, uh, you know the chip reader's broken can i just swipe your card and i said yeah, sure. And um, he goes, yeah, that employee wouldn't have been doing it for the fast food chain. He just did it secretly behind your back and he's probably swiped everybody and just tried stuff. And then he goes, those authorizations you see aren't actually from those companies. They just use a reputable known company as like their authorization thing. And that's why it was for $0. They like put on a hold to see how much money's in your account. And then overnight they just clean you out. They go as high as they can without it being denied, and then they, mm-hmm. they hold the authorization for like a week, and then they clean oh, it out. That's the scam. Yeah. So luckily that didn't happen. Um, so everything's kind of back to good. But yeah, it was a rough weekend uh, start to the weekend. Bad Friday night. I'm, I'm you know, hoping this Friday night will go a lot smoother. Uh, but the kid's on spring break. <laughs> She's going to do a sleepover on Saturday night, and my wife's off. So we're going to go out to dinner, and we might even be able to do various other things that we can't do when the kid's always home <laughs> and alert. So that might be fun. Um and I'm not talking about sex, <laughs> just in case people think I am. I'm talking about just like sitting around and doing whatever yeah. the fuck we want without worrying about a, another human being. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yes. but yeah, it's so uh, we'll see. So it, it's a good start to the weekend. We'll see what happens. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here's hoping that it's it's a little smoother. So, But uh, yeah, so let's transition over to games, trees, mm-hmm. games, 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 gamus. Well, uh, you know, I sound like a broken record with the with the Nintendo stuff, but listen, my son has his eyes have sure. opened into the wonderful world of Nintendo things. So is what oh, it nice. is. I did beat uh Mario Galaxy this week though on my own. Right. Um the the main story. Like, I was trying to get all the stars first, mm-hmm. but I got up to 90 stars. And I said, let me go do the end thingamajig. And so I did that, and I beat it, seen the credits. And then, you know, it spits you back out, and, you know, they still want you to collect stars. And now it says if I collect, like, 20-something yeah. stars more, there's a new world mm-hmm. now open. So I'm doing that little new game plus nonsense. Yep. There's purple comments now that, like, you have to collect the coins, 100 coins on a level. That's fun. Um, although I, uh, the level I was playing with my son tonight, I got the 98 coins yeah. and then accidentally slipped off a ledge and died and you have to start over. So I turned that off. Um, <clears throat> so ah. my son has discovered, uh, Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we have a Splatoon amiibo mm-hmm. and, uh, I played mm-hmm. a shit ton of the original Splatoon on the, the Wii U when it came out. And um, then I had downloaded Splatoon right 2. Right, on the Switch, right? Um, when that came out for my daughter. And then she only 
on the Switch, and she only played a little mm-hmm. bit of it, and then she never really cared to touch it, you know? Um, so it's just been sitting there. And my memory was I played a lot of it, but I didn't because my oh, son okay. started playing it, and I was only, like, level two. But do you remember when that first it launched, like, the multiplayer? So like, wow, you couldn't I really just play whenever you wanted to. This. Do you remember you could only play on, like, every other Wednesday night or something? <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was Salmon Run. So they have a mode called Salmon Run, which is like team based shit. And that was, that's still like that. It's only, it only pops up once in a while when they run it and stuff, which is weird because I guess I never played it. <laughs> sure. Because I wasn't like dedicated Splatoon 2 player when it came out, as I just said. But everybody said they loved that mode and they just don't understand. Yeah, Salmon Run was like Horde mode, wasn't why it? it's not a regular mode. And I said, because it's Nintendo. Something I don't know what it is, but I think you you're on a team of four or something. I, you know, oh, there's so one still coming doing up where you can because only play uh, it on like I said, me and my son has have been playing That's it, so we're seeing bullshit. Yeah, and they still do it where so when you log on to Splatoon two, like when you turn it on, every day <clears throat> the maps they don't get updated. There's certain maps, <laughs> but you can only play two a day. So, like, when you turn on... And it was like that in the Wii U. The original Splatoon was like this, too. So, when you turn mm-hmm. it on, it goes to, like... It's almost like a little TV show. And it has the two hosts. And they give you the update for the day. And for the ranked matches, they tell you what two maps will be pl- being played today. For the regular regular maps, they tell you the two maps that will be being played. And then they'll tell you about, like, <laughs> if there's a salmon run coming up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so when you play for today, it'll only be those two maps rotated around. It's very strange the way they do that. I don't know if they do it just to keep shit fresh. Because they know. know what's best for you. But um, you kind of don't mind. I mean, I don't mind. I don't really. Yeah. I guess, man. Um, My son really likes it. And I got to stop underestimating him. Because I do it all the time. I did it with uh, Myro Galaxy. I did it with... uh. You know, Bowser's Fury. I did it with all these games where I'm like, dude, I think this might be a little <laughs> bit much for you. And then I turn around and he's just playing it. So I gate I let him play Splatoon. And I'm like, well, you know, it's like a competitive thing. It's it's running around, it's you know, being quick. And he wanted a roller. I That's have. all he wanted yeah. was the big I played the beta roller. of Splatoon, Splatoon 2 quite a bit. Have you played Splatoon? So you know the big roller. The roller's cool. Yeah. So he just wanted a roller. And um I said, all right, here's a Here's a roller. And the fucking kid. There you go. He just plays it. And he's all right at it. He actually wins. He actually, he's on winning teams and stuff. And I'm like, the only thing I have to um, warn him about is uh, I've turned it on like the other day. And it warned me that I was going to get kicked for the day if he keeps quitting. Yeah. Because when he's done, he's done. And he just turns it off. And he's done it like twice. And I've got the warning like, hey, you're going to get banned for like a day. If you keep doing that. And I'm like, so I have to be like, buddy, when you're done playing, just give me the controller. And then I'll finish out the map and turn it off for him. Um, but we've been enjoying it. You know, we go. And what I what I love is he's like a gold farmer, like in World of Warcraft. I there just let go. him play yeah. and I come back and I have all this uh, money. And you're reaping the benefits, baby. <laughs> it's great. Um that's right. So, um, and then I showed mm-hmm. him how the amiibo works because we have one of the amiibo, the the squid girl. Um, I got obsessed 
with the first Splatoon yes. getting that three pack. Remember, it came with the boy, the girl, and the squid. And it was like a, a like you couldn't get the squid separately. He only came in the three pack. And I become like a crazy eBay amiibo shopper. I never got it because the prices mm-hmm. for it were like bananas for three amiibos. Um, so I never got the squid, but I, I kind of still want it if I if I come across it in the wild. Um, so he he I showed him how you there's a little amiibo box on yeah. the level on the what's that the main square like the main street USA a fucking Splatoon. It has a name and I, something square. I can't think of it. Squidtopia Square or something. Um, this is like an amiibo box in the back, nice. and if you put your amiibo on it, it like animates and comes to life in the box and. Depending on who who you uh, you know what amiibo it is, I think there's I only three Splatoon amiibos. The three, I think this is the boy. I they didn't make new they ones. Were available. Is this the boy? The girl. Some of them and... were available individually, but I mean, did they make the new? They uh, might have. Well, see, the that's the problem. Like, did they make an original girls? one for the original? Maybe Splatoon? they did. I can't remember. Okay, then yes, I think they did make I an think these pal. Were. They just work with the platoons. Yeah, so maybe they made the the because there's a new the new hosts or whatever. I don't. Like, I, I got to be honest. Octa. I don't like Splatoon. Octopetto is that the name of them? I can't remember. <laughs> I just the, straight up don't like that kids. game. I didn't like it on Wii U. So, I don't like it on Switch. But don't don't think well, anyways, I'm criticizing you, it. I like listening about it. They sure. They give uh, special items is basically what they do. And they do that weird useless thing that no one yeah. uses me before where they save and like nobody's a loadout. nobody's using it, yeah. And they would have, right? Like, hey, hmm. It's like, ah. Uh, you know, instead of just going to the menu and switching my clothes, I'll just uh, tap this. I'll go get my yeah. Amiibo and tap it and switch the clothes to my default one. Like, it's weird. It's like. It's just a, a nifty little thing, but really it's quicker just to do it yourself. Um, and then he likes the clothes. Oh, sure. And I love the clothes too. I love like the crazy Kingdom Hot sneakers, like the big chunky sneakers and the, the big oversized clothes and the big oversized hats and stuff. And I will say this about that game. The first one too, and this one. There is like people that mm-hmm. try to make a style to be cool and and yeah. come off as like look at these fuckers trying to be cool you know what i mean like they don't nah. splatoon is cool splatoon 2 is cool oh no yeah like i said i played like, the beta like it's the music hit. like it has a very jet grind set it's radio. got style so yeah my yeah so like everything from like yes it does everything from the music to the mm-hmm. kids, the squid kids, to the clothes, to the even the fonts in yeah. their language or whatever the, that cool language is and the graffiti and stuff. Like, it is it is cool. And I can see... It's funny because you there are like this, this Splatoon following and you do see sort of sure. like um, cosplay type situations with, with the clothes and stuff because it is like... It's very... Um, the world ends with you, sort of cool Japanese. Yeah, I, I kind of like, liked your jet set radio style, comparison. like shit. Yeah, like yes, it's, it's yeah, it's it's more jet set radio than anything. 
uh, the style, you know? Um, and <laughs> you just realize that when you play it, you're like, fuck, everything's cool in this game. Like it's, it's cartoony and, and kid-like, but it's me playing it with my son. It's like a safe game. You know what I mean? It's cool. You don't have to worry about anything that, it, it, you know, the, the player versus player is like mm-hmm. kid friendly and there's nothing crazy about it. You know what I mean? It's just fun. And uh, he picked it up pretty quick with the, the ink and the just turn into a squid and all that shit. Um, and him and me were even <laughs> playing the single player, which I always forget is a single player. Um, it's a glorified tutorial, but it's yeah. I remember most people there. thinking like you can play the single like even player in the first game, but especially in the second game, that the single player was really fun. Like there were people who were like, if you can get this mm-hmm. on sale cheap, which I don't think Splatoon Two was ever cheap, but Splatoon One, yeah, Splatoon One yeah, has just, been like on the Wii U has been like five bucks at GameStop cheap. forever, and a mm-hmm. lot of people are like, yeah, like if you just want to drop. Five ten mm-hmm. bucks and and play through that campaign. It's worth it. Uh, but I heard Splatoon two has a very good campaign. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we played through the first two like sections, and I think there's a lot. Um, but it basically consists of, you know, it's almost it's very Mario esque, right? It's it's like these levels you gotta get from A to B to get the sure. get what they call it something fish. It's like a shock fish or something um they power like the city there's some story behind it right um and they basically you got to use sort of like all the skills they teach you from either going up walls um you know throwing your specials and stuff like every level sort of like focuses on something and then it ends you basically have like three separate levels and once you complete them it opens up like the boss stage and the sure. boss stage is a very, very Mario esque. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not crazy hard, but they're clever. Um, like the one I fought, uh, we fought yesterday <laughs> was like ovens with loaves of bread. It was like a tower and the loaves of bread would like shoot out at you and you'd have to dodge them. And then they'd sort of get stuck, right? And you'd you'd spray them with the ink to climb up them and get to the <laughs> nice. top and, and basically uh, yeah. spray the top. You know, there's like a tentacle hanging out. And you do it just like Mario. You do it three times. <laughs> it blows up and you get the little cuttlefish thing that you need. And you, you move on. I forget. They have a name. But, um, yeah, we were playing that. And uh, I got to be honest. Um Kind of got into it where I was sort of playing it by myself yeah. the other day. <laughs> I turned it on. I was playing the multiplayer for a while and uh, getting the nuance sure. back. Um, there is skill to it. You know what I mean? There is there is um, nuance and skill to it. Even uh, and you know, of course, I've added tons of weapons and and there's an expansion, the octopus expansion there, the octo whatever, um, which I heard is really different. I was gonna say, is it from is what it you free? used to? But no, it's I'm not, not gonna okay. buy it. You know what I mean? Like, it, no, no, no. It's a, you. You pay for it, but it's like, you know, we. We're yeah, I'm not saying it's not worth it. It's just uh, lately, um, it's like I'm like, well, am I so really yeah, gonna we, play this DLC or yeah? <clears throat> am I gonna play? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. Really, really digging it. Um, and uh, 
will probably keep playing that. That's his new little obsession that he likes. He likes a Splatoon. Um, he likes mm-hmm. the characters. He likes a, He likes now that he knows they're in Mario Kart. Nice. He likes that too. He's like they're, they're in Mario Kart. <laughs> so Nintendo very smart with everything they do with their properties. Um, but otherwise than that, I, I I haven't done much. I mean, I'm doing the same shit I always do, right? Some NASCAR races here and there. Um, I don't know if I you saw back trees, to Skyrim yet. But with all that Bethesda, um, hoopla, now they're part of Microsoft. They dumped like all mm-hmm. of <laughs> most of Bethesda's library onto Game Pass, and they're uh, sprucing them up. They're yes, the, the sixty frames day. per second on the new consoles. Uh, yeah. Patches hit like Fallout and uh, Skyrim and Dishonored oh. and Dishonored Two and Prey. Yeah. It's, yep. Ice. It's funny because I'm looking at all the games that like Bethesda's here, and I'm like, I think eighty percent. Well, a lot of, the of them were there, but they they came and went. Like I'm pretty sure. And the two that fans. aren't there are the most weird ones. It must be yeah. because of some deal or something. Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, it's, and the like 2016 the, Doom. It's like the are first not Doom, there. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I haven't checked. I don't know if they're Yeah, in, they um, might be. Like I said, it's going to be weird for a while. You know I mean, I don't know they if even, Bethesda's else. got a PlayStation exclusive coming out. Remember that, uh, that the two assassins that are fighting mm-hmm. each other? That game is a PlayStation exclusive for the for the first year, so there's gonna be all kinds of weird stuff for a while. Yeah, death, death loop. Well, I, I was feeling like I wanted to play something, so I was digging mm-hmm. through my PlayStation Two. Uh, I mean, my PlayStation Four library, and uh, almost going alph- alphabetical. I'm like, oh, I'm like, here's an old Wii game. Oh, that yeah. I used to love, and the boy in his blob. Somehow, oh, okay. I bought that on the PlayStation 4 at some point in my life. It's a and way it's forward joint. sitting there. And um, so people don't know, it's a way forward joint. And for people who <laughs> don't know, Boy and the Blob was a, a fucking oh. NES game that uh, no one beat yeah. that I know of. Uh, Boy and the Blob is fucking That hard, is man. where everybody Once gets get stuck. It's, 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 as, it's as infamous <laughs> as uh, getting like, to Zen in the original yeah. Half-Life. It's tough, man. I don't remember ever beating it, but it was one of the best NES games. And, and for people who don't know, it's like you have a little blob that follows you around and uh, you feed them jelly beans. And the different color jelly beans makes them do different things. Um, turns into a ladder. Or, He's got the I ladder. I can't remember what the original The one that was really hard blob, was the ketchup uh, one. Like, I don't remember what. There was a ketchup he jelly a bean, and I forgot what it does, but yeah. Ketchup. Yeah. So, um, way forward, um, and I remember this was one of the reasons I got a Wii because they were making this. Well, because David Crane and, 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 and Gary you know, I don't follow made the games, original ones, but I remember and following. That was like the game. big deal. Was you're like, oh, you've got these Atari like legends, mm-hmm. right? And they and they put together Boy and His Blob, and it's it's just it's unique, right? If nothing else, but then yeah, here's uh, here's way forward known for like a retro feel and they're going to remake it. <laughs> so, and yes. what they did was they did everything hand drawn. So everything is like hand drawn. <laughs> and the boy has a very yeah, like Christopher Robin, Winnie the Pooh look 
right? Like, and I think that's sort of what they were going for. He, he sort of, and even the backgrounds mm-hmm. and his treehouse, everything has that sort of Winnie the Pooh uh, style. And um, you can tell it's like hand animated. And um, listen, the game's super cute. Like the boy's cute. The blobs. I was cute. about to say, I'm not going to um, take this from him. I mean, I'm going to let him announce that. But it's yeah, just a, it's just a, yeah, it's just, it's just a button that you can hit, and he just he <laughs> he hugs the blob and lets out a little little sigh, and it's the cutest thing. Um, and it's weird because <laughs> the game gets balls high, just like the original one. So it's like this weird, and okay. and I've only replayed through the two the first two levels on this new version of the night I sat there and played them and the first level, just yeah. like a Mario, you 100% world, you can get these, like yeah. every treasure chest, everything, you know, you can come, yeah, you 100% the forest level um, because there's hidden on every uh, level. There's three treasure chests and uh, you get the blob to him and he'll eat them. And at the end of the level, he spits them out in your treehouse and, they open up and they make an item, like something to decorate mm-hmm. your treehouse, and those become little bonus levels. And when you complete the bonus level, you unlock a, like yeah, a behind-the-scenes yeah. little thing, which is kind of cool. They show like a lot of the hand-drawn animation. Uh, my favorite was uh, the guy that was doing the animation. Um, you oh. know, he used his his uh, yeah. like four-year-old son as a reference, walking around in a pillow and shit. That's how he, you know what I mean. So stuff like oh, wearing a backpack. You, I think there's was a, it a still of his was son he... wearing a backpack around the house, his pajamas. I'm trying to remember. Things. Yeah, no, it's fine. I can't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Even... Mark but Gomez. Sorry, it's the cool shit like Gomez. that. Um, so, so I, I don't give credit he... where credits do. Yeah, Gomez. And Bozon say, might be a designer. I know he did Shantae, yeah, but yeah. anyway, um, it's just a. Beautiful it's just a beautiful game mm-hmm. and it's still fun and challenging. Like you, oh, it was as a old Wii as game. whatever the Wii uh, I think it was 2009. Was Let so me fine, double but... check. Yeah. 2009. I nailed it. Yeah. October 13th, 2009. Oh so, yeah. So it's over 10 years old. So it's oh, over 10 it. years. I wish I kept it. But, but it's it. over um, <laughs> 10 years old and it's, um, God, that big yeah, Mickey I got rid of well. all my Wii stuff. I wish I kept that collection. Yeah, um, Zach and Wiki. You know, my Zach and Wiki. Wish I kept it all. I kept it all, but I didn't. I got rid of it. Um, so I played a lot of that, and I got to mm-hmm. like the second into the second world, which is like I want to say it's the city. I can't remember. Oh. Um, and I'm sure it gets hard, but like the jelly beans you use on mm-hmm. the first level. You know, you can turn them into a ladder, yep. a trampoline. That's all. That's all uh, out of the my original favorite is the game hole. as well. You can make yeah. them turn into a hole that will make enemies like drop through the ground. Yes. Um, let's see, he turns into a parachute. Um, and my favorite mm-hmm. is if he gets stuck on something, he kind of turns himself into a balloon and kind of cuts through the level because there's there's ways you can get him yep. stuck on the geometry or stuck down a pit. And you're like, what the fuck do I do now? And then you hear this little balloon <laughs> inflating sound, and then he just comes floating up as mm-hmm. a balloon. Um, and there's a call button. So, like, if you turn him into a ladder and you climb up, you call him, and then he'll turn back into a blob. Um, and all the puzzles are very clever. 
and based around him turning into different, oh, yeah. um, different shit. Anvil. I just he turns into an anvil so you can crush things and turns into a bowling ball, which is my favorite. Um, so you can bowl them through small spaces and stuff. It it's great. So I played a lot okay. of that, <laughs> as and opposed to everything else. I played you've been was a game, about. Fred. Um, I don't think it's a game that no one ever talked about. I don't think anybody ever played much of it, but I became so addicted to it that I could play it. I could play it on extra hot. I got all the trophies mm-hmm. on it, but it was a PSN game, so it didn't have like a platinum or anything. Um, oh yeah, I've not but it's played called, it, but uh, I know the game. Counter Spy. And uh, yes, um, I started playing that again just because it's my like I don't know, it's my downtime game. It's it's phenomenal, and it's not. It's funny because I remember reading an article about it last year about it becoming offline. So it had like online leaderboards or something. And there was something where they were turning off the service for counter spy. No, no, no. I think it's and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like you can't play it no more, but I guess you, it just leaderboards don't work. Wouldn't turn it on. Uh, it just says you cannot connect might be able to still, still buy it. If you can't it, buy it, I have no those idea. that did buy it. And I think it was on plus for a while. Um, anyone who has it in their library can download it. Um, I don't know if it's still for sale. So I think I got it off of Plus. I believe I got it off Plus a long time ago because I didn't pay for it. Um, and it's it's a fantastic like no I never did action play slash puzzle game. Did you say you never played it? It's it's so it's hard for me to explain it mostly because I'm not good at explaining shit. Um, right. But um, you play a spy, obviously. Um, and there's two factions: is red and blue, and I think once supposed to be sort of like russia and one's supposed to be america but it's not really specified i think one's like at, you know they have names but i can't remember and you are not on either side you're, you're a spy you're playing in between them uh you steal stuff from both of them um and it's the the style is awesome it's very cel-shaded and it's very um 50s 60s spy oh, yeah. espionage. Yeah, the like aesthetic Sputnik is very yeah. If you Google it, you'll artwork, see the aesthetic immediately. You know, um, it's yeah, it's very cool. And it's it very is modern still available slash on the stores. It also got old a school. Mobile you know, it reminds you of like yeah, what's still available on the PlayStation Went Store. Oh, nice. Um, and if I can explain it, it, it it's almost like um. You have the two sides, and each one has a DEFCON counter. That's that you know that count. If it gets past one, you lose. And um, how do you okay. explain it? You're trying to collect all these plans, right? And the play, there's there's maybe twenty five of them. And at the beginning of the level, you can pick which faction you're going to infiltrate, and either one will tell you like how many plans mm-hmm. are on that level. So you might pick one that has more, right? This one has four. The other one has one. So you go into the one with four. And while you're in there, um, it's like a puzzle game. There's enemies. You can hide behind stuff. You can't be seen. Um, You buy different weapons, different loadouts. um, And it's how you get through each room um, without being detected by sneaking up behind people, shooting out security cameras, etc. And on 
and you have to find these little lockers or these safes, uh, ammo dumps as you make your way through. Um, and as you make your way through, you collect money and you find the plans. But if you get caught, um, people radio in huh. and the DEF CON counter will start going down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you eliminate the the person calling or you can get to the end of the level and, and, ah, and okay. infiltrate the main computer that will stop the countdown. And so then when you go back to the main screen, um, now the DEF CON counter w- went down on one side but it's still up on the other side and it's to basically keep keep in bouncing between the two yeah. trying to keep the defcon counter in balance and you can buy mm-hmm. stuff to make the defcon counter go uh, back to normal or what you want to do is when you infiltrate a base there's captains guys in white and if you can um, sort of capture them it will decrease your defcon counter so if you're down to like full uh, like 2 or 1 on one of them even though it has less plans, you might want to go on that one so you can that makes sense. Uh, yeah. diffuse your DEFCON counter a little bit to get the balance. So it's it's this game of going back and forth, uh, keeping the balance while trying to collect the plans. And basically, and every room is uh, generated on the fly. Huh. So every time you play it, the rooms are just kind of different. And uh I don't know. It's super, I have it installed it's on super my fucking Vita, fun, man. It's super fun. If anybody can can play Counter Spy, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. When you look at your trophies, it shows you, you know, what what games the trophies are on. If mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, it's um once you get the hang of what's going on, and you figure it out, like um, that's huh. one of my favorite little PSN games ever, and uh, I returned to it and I started playing that and. I can't emphasize the the look of it and the the flow of it. Like mm-hmm. once you get good at it and you you go through a room flawlessly, it's fun. It's just fun, man. It's fun. So I don't know. I urge anybody to play some Counter Spy if you can. Actually, that's a good selection. And that's, you got, that's you what got I've done. Cross the gamut. That's here. what I've done, Fred. But big fun. Yeah, they're <laughs> little little games, but the. <laughs> but they were fun. I was craving something. I, big fun. I couldn't. Um, well, you know what it was? Is like, you know, sometimes, man, it's like uh, looking back at Skyrim and, and Gears of War and all this stuff. I'm like, I just wasn't in the mood for like, a, I was just stressed mm-hmm. out with all the work I was doing this week and stuff. And I just wasn't in the mood for it. I just want something fun and quick. And all those games are just quick. I, you know, I, I installed uh-huh. that fucking uh, dangerous. Elite, elite dangerous. Yeah. Elite Dangerous, it's Elite Dangerous, mm-hmm. Dangerous Elite. It was on uh, Game Pass because I'm like, oh, this looks like fun little, yeah, you know, Wing Commanderish, fucking No Man's Skyish, and uh, I didn't make it to the. Tur- I was never a to, fan of Elite, tutorial. so yeah, I, I didn't off, think like, I would like Elite Dangerous, but yeah, <laughs> like it's too. It is doing way too much, man. So <laughs> that was that was, it. and that's when I realized, like. Uh, no, I need something mm-hmm. like turn my brain off a little bit and just have some well, fun. Awesome. So, um, for me, did, uh, did a couple of lighter things. Uh, one is uh, I, I talked about this. I installed Return to Castle Wolfenstein. There's a uh, Steam update where you have to have the original game, which I do on Steam. 
and um, <clears throat> you download this. It's called Real RTCW, mm-hmm. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. And if you install them both in the same hard drive, like in the mm-hmm. same basic area, they just work. And it adds, like, graphical features, lighting, special effects, things like that. It just kind of brings it up to modern day standards or closer. But it's Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Have you ever played that game? That was on the original Xbox and on PC. Okay. Yeah. No. But I heard that was oh, yeah. pretty good. That I remember was the people one that gave the, way the to the Quake Wars multiplayer. Uh, and that was, like, some of They're the not. most... Return to Castle Wolfenstein gave way to... Yeah, one of the most popular, like, multiplayer modes for a long time. But it's not... N- no, it's so not the new related Wolfensteins to the new are kind of, like, though, alternative right? reality. This was yeah, like this, when they tried this to seems the to time. be based off of, like, a direct right. sequel to the original games. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, but right. what they do is they weave in a lot of the occult shit. <clears throat> And I didn't remember the game too much, but I mean, mm. this is your true blue, serious Sam style, circle strafing, juke and move, kite the enemies. You know, you're just running around and just kicking ass and just killing things. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, I am in the catacombs area, mm. and this is like where you go find some of the underground Egyptian uh the Nazis are like doing underground Egyptian stuff. And I think this used to be only exclusive to the Xbox version. And you can kind of tell because some of the enemies are bullshit and it's not as fun as the original uh, first area where you just run around killing Nazis as fast as you can and pissing them off and stuff like that. But, you know, I had some fun with it. I put about like two hours into it and I'm about to finish up the catacombs. The game's like five hours long. Like it's not that long. Yeah, yeah, five six hours. I mean, unless unless you get oh, stuck, really? you gotta be good That's at being really like hyper aggro, up in your face, no hiding, no regenerative health, right? You gotta play that kind of game. It is that game. This is more akin to your old Wolfenstein and Doom games than it is to the modern day stuff. Remember, there was the 2009 open world Wolfenstein that also existed on the 360. And PlayStation 3, which was like the occult thing as well. And that was a more traditional of that time period first person shooter. Hmm. I have that one too. I like all these games. But <clears throat> so yeah, I was playing with that. It's fun. If you got the PC version, this is a free add on. It adds it adds trophies and like achievements and stuff like that to it, which is fun. Add some cool, like it is cool to see these games with like new effects and things like that on them. The flames look more realistic and the graphics are, of course, overhauled and stuff like that. So, um, My daughter and I, she learned about basketball, and so she wanted to play a basketball game. So I downloaded NBA 2K1 because it's on Game Pass. <laughs> oh, yeah? All 78 gigs of it. And, of course, there okay. is an, a Series XS version, but I'd go to download it <laughs> and it'd say there was an error it's just their nice way of going, um, you can't download the Series X S version mm. on Game Pass. That costs money. You have to buy that version because it's 2K and they fucking suck. And so all this sh- all this upgrading shit. Oh. So I downloaded the Xbox One version. And of course, I kept asking my daughter. I was like, all right, I finally went out of my way to download this. Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? And she goes, no, not really. Like basketball was just interesting to me that afternoon. I'm glad you downloaded it for me, though, Dad. Thanks. And we have no bandwidth caps because we have Google Fiber, but still, it was like fucking. 
fuck. But what she did want to play was the Master Chief Collection. She wanted to get back to Halo. If you remember, we played through Halo 1 recently. So we got into Halo 2. Um, we had gotten, uh, there's like right. 15 levels in Halo 2, and we were on like level 7 or something. So we're at the part where you finally discover there's a second Halo. And um, yeah, you find out there's a Halo. There's a lighthouse. There's a, No, anyway. <laughs> there's um, a Halo. And she's starting to figure out that the Arbiter is in there, right? And you play some of those levels and you play as the arbiter and stuff like that. So we were having some fun with that. The floods back, right? She was like, Oh great. Another flood level. I said, when they said they were returning to a library, you should have known that. Um, (laughs) but we were having fun with it. I still contest though, especially in co-op. Those games are harder. Like the, the halo two anniversary, they've made it harder and they've mm. done some stuff. It might not be completely changed because obviously you can switch back to the original graphics, so it was always there. But like, I just feel like it's harder. We're playing on normal, and we're dying at a pretty good clip. And my daughter is better at games now than ever, and I've been pretty good at... Like I just said, I was playing through Wolfenstein with no problems. Like I'm good at aggro shooters. And so I was having a hard time, and it was kind of surprising mm. me. But I still forgot how that classic original Xbox design... Like, I think we got spoiled by how good the design was in Halo 3 and then moving forward that we forgot how archaic the design is in those old ones. Because I get lost fucking all the time. And I'm constantly blown away with, like, oh, my God, there's this thing where I'm, like, dropping pistons and dropping through like areas to get to the library and stuff like that. I'm like, this level seems to go on forever. And then you play like the next level and it's like 15 minutes long, right? Like the levels are weird, right? Like one's 15 minutes and one's an hour and a half. Um, The other Mm. thing was I forgot fighting uh, when you fight those, I forget what they're called, but they're the guys who utilize the halos that the Arbiter and the Brutes and all the people protect. You know what I mean? Those little guys in those like floating wheelchairs. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't... I'll be honest, man. A lot of Halo is a blur to me now. It's been so long because I never... I never sure. replayed them. Not really. I probably dabbled mm-hmm. with them, when, but I never went... I played them all okay. four and except five, for yeah. maybe the last two. Was it four and five? And Reach. But one, two, and three and ODST and mm-hmm. Reach. Like, I played all of them originally and then maybe okay touched them again here and there but like i don't sure. replay them so like a lot of shit like the arbiter i remember yeah. i remember that but he was protecting he was, like the raid in the he was protecting halo. i think like, they're the engineers what? maybe is and what they're called he was hard. protecting those guys who basically run the halos and they use them yeah and yes Right, the religious... So there's a act, boss battle where you like have to fight Z-Lock. that guy yeah, and like yeah. nothing was killing him and the answer is actually you just got to run up to him and jump on his throne and do like the the hold right bumper and like punch him out of his chair. <laughs> and so we were fighting this guy for like 20 minutes and I was just annoyed <laughs> and she man. was getting bored. And all you had to do was just walk up there and punch him out of the chair. And when that finally <laughs> happens, Autumn's like, what did you do? And I said, I ran up and punched him out of the chair. And she goes, that is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wish. Well, that's when they get the Where's arbiter. That's now? when he plays the arbiter because they're like, holy <laughs> shit, he's, he's able to kill us. Like, we've never been in danger before. Is it? Um, but they redo the cutscenes and they're really cool. And, like, uh, I'm a little yeah. scared because I've always thought that the Halo lore was kind of dumb. And my daughter, and I know there are people who don't think that, uh, but I do. 
And then <laughs> they, they're the Destiny fans. Um, but uh, those people aren't your friends. My daughter was like, you know, these stories are kind of cool. And I was like, oh, right. no. Oh, no. No. She needs to get, yeah, she needs to get older so I can play Gears of War with her. No, I can't talk and to my own daughter. And then she can see what good stories really are. Um, but yeah, so we're still having fun. <laughs> I'm kidding. But we're still having fun with that. <laughs> uh, and God, they make that game look good. Fucking playing that on the Series X, which they've just re-enhanced. And that looked good on the Xbox One X. That looks good on everything, but it even looks good on her mm-hmm. Xbox One S, right? Her old school slim model. But like on the X in HDR with Dolby wow. Atmos, like she was like, wow, dad, like every explosion you hear and they've got all these cool particle effects and stuff like that. Like it's super cool. They basically took those souped up PC versions and moved them over to the console version of the X. So that was cool. Um, but we're enjoying that. Um, Days Gone. I'm still playing that. And Trees, I'm getting to the point where like that game just keeps yeah. going and they're okay. not they're not doing a good enough job at keeping my attention. So yeah. a couple of things. So <laughs> my minute to minute gameplay, every time I'm playing that, I get this goofy shit eating grin on my face because I'm having a good time. So I just want to stress that. But when you play it like every right. other night for like a week straight, you start to go, okay, I've got like nothing on the map. Like it's a very sparse map. And it's funny because you look and they're like, oh, you're only like 48% done with this area. But I'm like, how? There's no icons. There's nowhere to go. I have found and cleared everything. And I come to find out that like, yeah, mm. you read articles and they're like, oh, well, there's this algorithm and you got to get this far in the thing. And then you got to re- go back and you got to take care of this and you got to have leveled up to this. And I'm like, OK, that shouldn't be the case. Right. Like people wouldn't get into these open world games if you couldn't go explore everything from the beginning. Like it kind of defeats the purpose of an open world game. All you've done is you've made an open world for which I'm supposed to follow a linear path. Mm hmm. So I kind of get that. But the other problem is they don't switch up what you do in that game at fucking all. I have officially done like 50 some odd missions and every mission's the same. I go into an area I've been to before because I already cleared out the nests. I kill a bunch of random zombies. I find something or someone. And then I run out of there before they overtake me. And then I get a cutscene as a reward. And I mean, every mission's been mm. like this. And so it's starting to get a little long in the tooth is what I would say. Yeah. I've, I'm have i getting new abilities and new clever ways to kill zombies, horde, but yeah. I don't care. And then the big gestalt is like the big hordes, right? But I found out that clearing those is more of like a, uh, a like post end of the game, right? Like it's, it's post game stuff. You have to be like super souped up and have unlocked all the weapons and like mm. special abilities and stuff to really take those on. Cause it's literally like a hundred, 200 different enemies. I throw a Molotov cocktail in them. Half of them catch on fire, but then I'm overwhelmed in a heartbeat. So yeah. And so I'm like, okay. And, and here's the mm. last part. They, they, they do a bad job with the characters I'm supposed to care about is what I'll say. Like, the story in and of itself is pretty good, and, like, seeing the Sarah stuff, but, like, I'm just going to spoil it right in the offset. This is early game spoilers. In the very beginning of the game, you are Deacon, 
Deacon, God, what is his last name? It's like Deacon Justice mm. or something. Like, it's something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and they call him Deke, but yeah, De- he's like Deacon, Deacon Frost. Deacon Pride or you know, something. It's like- I don't know, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. He, he could. could, he could yeah, be. Yeah. He could be a gears of war. But he's a biker, There's and of course Deacon. he's got his biker friend with the perfect appropriate name, <laughs> Boozer. Uh, yeah, his buddy Boozer, and Boozer looks exactly like you think Boozer would look yeah, like. Boozer. He's got a. He's he's bald. He's got a tattoo on his head. He's ripped. He's running around. He's got a gruff voice. Um, <laughs> and then Sarah, his girlfriend, and she's been shanked. And so she needs to get out of there. So at the very beginning of the game, you put her on a chopper to save her life. And then you and Boozer stay uh, in in the town of Portland. And then the game takes place in the outskirts of Portland two years later. Mm. Right? Well, so at the very beginning of the game, the opening scene, like after the opening uh, area, Boozer's now been hurt. Right? And so he's like, oh, I'd really like to accompany you, Deke, but I'm going to go to the watchtower and just hang out. Yeah. Right? And so you play through this whole thing, and it's like, oh, fucking Boozer doesn't look good. Boozer's... And he's not been bit, so he's not turning, but he's, like, going through sepsis <laughs> because he's basically had his arm burned off. Like, all the flesh, third-degree birds, real bad, rotten, you need plasma yes. and enough aloe vera to fucking, <laughs> like handle like all of florida's third degree burns um and you need a plasma transfusion fast and he doesn't get any of those things so he's turning septic and then sarah's dead or at least you think she's dead they keep hinting that she might be alive but they don't ever tell me for sure and now that i'm so far into the game i'm like i don't even care if she's alive or not like she wasn't in this game but it does give you excuses to go do flashbacks, and actually the flashback scenes are pretty good, right? Like, they do good character development, but it's so few and far between. And then, mm-hmm. I don't even know if you got this far, Trees, but you help out a girl early on, Lisa, who reminds you of Sarah's little sister. We never meet Sarah's little sister, for the record. Um, but he says yes. she reminds him. I did all of Lisa's stuff, and they just don't do a really good job mm-hmm. of developing her at all. She becomes a damsel in distress, but by the end of this, this girl's so fucked up. Like, she's going to be... The therapy cash register has already exceeded a lifetime. Like, regardless of what happens to her, and I won't spoil what happens to her, (laughs) regardless of what happens to her, lives, dies, loves you, hates you, regardless of any of this, she's just a shell of a human. She's a husk Mm -hmm. that's been psycho-breaked so hard, like, it's over. Like, so the problem is like, I don't know what I'm playing this game for anymore. Right. And right when you think like, oh, I'm finally going to wrap up Boozer's story. I'm finally going to wrap up Lisa's story. I'm finally going to wrap up Sarah's story. Nope. They introduce you to a new camp and we got to clear out the whole area again. I now have four camps that exist where there was originally two. And I'm just getting to this point where I'm like, man, I have pumped a lot of hours into this game. And for the record, I only have like 18% of the trophies. And I'm like, do I fucking care about this game? No, Mm. I don't know if I do. I don't know. I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you right now, yeah. when I walk that's away why, from this game, yeah. I own I was this game. Like, I bought it. I own the I... digital version. And I've gotten way more than the 15 or 20 bucks I paid for it. You were, and it's free if you have PlayStation Plus on a PS5, yeah. but that's not what I'm talking about. I actually bought this game intending to play it like right. a year ago on the PlayStation 4 Pro. And then I ended up playing it on 5. But, like, I've gotten my money's worth out of this. Like, and then some. So I'm happy with my purchase. But I know that even though mm-hmm. I own this, I won't be back to this game. I just don't think I'm ever going to be sitting there like, man, I really hope I can. It's Deacon St. John. I just remembered his name. <laughs> I am never going to return to figure yeah, out that's the like he has Deacon a St. John's story if I quit. Right? So I'm at this weird impasse right now where it's like, do I give one more weekend and 20 more hours to this game? Because I'm like 20, 25 hours in. And I haven't done everything, but I'm doing enough side content. I remember people telling me this game's only like 15, 20 hours. They are full of shit, and they must have been mainlining the main campaign, at which point I don't think they had a whole lot of fun because they'd be underleveled and underperforming against these zombies. That You're just like fighting a clock, and that's not playing a game anymore. That's just like grinding for a living. Like It's like masturbating instead of falling in love. Like... Yeah, it's hmm. a means to an end, but like, isn't the point to gain all the experience out of this, not just like get to the end? Like, so, like I said, right. I don't know. And you said you dropped off of it. Am I farther than you were? Okay. Oh, you got a lot farther than me. Because I, I like, story-wise, I like, I fell off a little bit. Like, I, I got to... I finally made my way up yeah. to like the camp where she was. Like there was like a keep it like a grave for. Her. And but most of my time was spent mm-hmm. like you like just doing oddball shit. You know what I mean? But I didn't well, follow I ran, the you uh, run story out of path. Side content and then to I kind of and then you have to got do this burned out, stuff, which and was then it left. what I I did the first five hours where I got through all that stuff. But then you do yeah. side, you do story path, and then I continue to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I do a little side stuff, and then I run out of stuff to do, and so then I have to do the story continuing on. But like, man, by this fourth camp, mm. like they seriously have not switched up what happens. Like, it's the same shit every day. You meet a new group of people, and then they send you on fetch runs. Hmm. And you fetch an item, and while you're fetching the item, somebody or something, or some someone runs away, or somebody gets kidnapped, and you have to go save them. And then somebody you're looking for, whether it be Lisa, or now, for me, it's Boozer and, and Sarah. I'm kind of trying to unlock the mystery of Sarah, but those... Options are few and far between. And they've got all these main story storylines, but you can't go, I'm going to do this storyline now. They're like, oh, sorry, there's no missions for you to do, right? And so I know the people who designed this game originally had this idea, right, that, that actually is a good idea where there were like five main storylines, maybe even seven, I think, is total. And you can just jump back and forth in between them. The problem hmm. was is that they must have had to streamline this somewhere or in some testing. They found out it wasn't fun. Because what you do is you go, okay, I want to see more about the Sarah storyline. They're like, sorry, stud, right now you're all out of missions for Sarah. You're only 60% done. Or in, in I think right now I'm like 72% through Sarah's story. But they're like... Sorry, you have to keep playing the game and you'll eventually unlock the chance to go check out the rest of her story. 
And like, and that's with Boozer and everybody else. And it's just like, ugh. The Boozer stuff, they're accelerating. But what they do was they introduce you a new person. And they're like, no, this is going to be your main plot line for a while. Right? And I'm like, fuck. And so, yeah, I keep going back and mm. forth on this one. But I don't know. I don't know. There's part of me that's like, I bet there's a YouTube video that'll wrap up what all happens in this game in <laughs> 10 minutes. Um, and right. I got to tell you, from how they've handled a couple of things so far, I don't think I'm going to love where the story goes. <laughs> and it's funny how I say where the story goes, because the boozer stuff, I'm in the mm. late 80s or early 90% done. Like, I'm basically done. It's just the game won't let me go wrap it up. And the Sarah stuff, I'm kind of almost done also, and the game won't let me go wrap it up. But I think the problem is, once I clear those, right, I think I'm done. But the problem is, is on this new camp, they're like, oh, but you got these things. You're only 16% right. into this camp's like stuff. And here's two other storylines, and you're only 8% in that one and 10% in that one. I'm like, they're going to make me grind out these fucking stories on characters I don't care about. Like the, the, the third camp you go to is like a Southern camp and there's like some guy who's called like nasty Mike or something or engineer Mike. He's this big biker dude. He's this big lumberjack motherfucker. (laughs) And then this house of pain looking motherfucker wearing a t-shirt or like a Jersey, a basketball Jersey. You do some shit for him. And yeah, you just have to grind out missions with this guy doing a bunch of bullshit you don't care about. So that you can get like a handful of boozer missions and move his story along. And I just know they're doing that again for me on this fourth one. Um, right. So it is what it is. We'll see. Great game. Go play it. No, <laughs> but uh, it is fun. The, the minute to minute gameplay is, is fun. It, and it is fun, man. It's, it's a something about it that is fun. Play with how fucking amazing it looks. And it looks amazing on the PS5, but I guarantee you, especially mm. if you had a pro, but even on the PS4 vanilla, like those visuals were there also. Like that game was a digital foundry was like, that's a technical showpiece when that game came out. They seem to like the campaign more than me. But again, I don't know if they did, right? Like that's the problem is I want the, what I expect out of a game is the story to kind of hold me along. But I just admitted to like in my 20 hours so far, or however long I've played, it doesn't tell me. Um, I've enjoyed the minute to minute, right? The problem is, is that now that I've started to max out all my skills and all that stuff, like there's very little to gain now, right? Like, and there's no side content for me to go do to break Mm. up the monotony. So that game is a pacing issue. Um, And then last but not least, uh, Resident Evil 7. So I've been replaying through that. Yeah, yeah. That game's still just a fucking awesome horror no. game. My daughter came downstairs. <laughs> Not while I was playing that game. Uh, well, while I was playing the game, but like, like it wasn't like I didn't know she was coming downstairs. And um, I just did, I don't know. I didn't stop playing and she saw me fight a creature in that called the Molded. I don't know if you played much of Resident Evil 7. They're like the zombies of the game, but they are like some pretty vicious creatures when you see them. They're called the Molded. <clears throat> Wait, what are they? You played seven. I played s- the first time you the see molded. them is you yeah. fight Jack. Not, yeah, you escape yeah, to the side area, That's what I fl- and then you go down into I what's called about processing, them. right? And they're all wandering around down there in the basement. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
That's so funny, man. I'm so when I think of seven, right? About you're the so bakers, yeah. Think yeah. you're thinking more about that family, right? That Texas oh, yeah. Chainsaw family. So I forgot. Yeah, there was like enemies. Like yeah, that's in, that's processing, and then you eventually like make your way to the morgue where you in, pop it out. Of this is mild spoilers for seven, yeah. but you uh, that's where you uh, meet Jack Mono Mono. Um, and that's a fucking scene. Uh, that boss battle's still great. But um, but then I moved in, and yeah, I think my daughter came downstairs while I was fighting the molded mm. in. Oh, you know what it was? Okay, so you played through that game. Sorry, mild spoilers for Resident Evil 7. I'm going to be talking about the old house. The second place you go is the old house, which Marguerite's kind of wandering around. Because it kind of breaks up where uh, you end up in new areas where uh, one mm-hmm. of the family members kind of hanging out. And uh, so I'm in the old house with Marguerite before you go over to the greenhouse and fight her. And um, there's a scene at the very end of the old house where you have to go fetch. Actually, it's after you kill Marguerite. I forgot about this. And you go fetch a item you need that Zoe and you are going to work on. And, uh, and when you do, it triggers a bunch of molded to appear in these dark areas, in these dark bedrooms. And you got to kind of run out of there. You can fight them, but you shouldn't. You should just run out of there. And my daughter came downstairs while I was running from the molded. So she like saw them, but she didn't see me fight Mm. them. Right. Which to a certain extent was even scarier. (laughs) But I, that game is still really good and effective. Um, harder than I remember. I was dying quite a few times early on in the processing area, fighting some of those molded. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, but I still remembered if you know how to do those boss battles, those are easier. Cause I think part of those boss battles is figuring them out. Right. But I still will stand by this. The Marguerite boss battle is bad. Right. Um, her weak spot that you're supposed to shoot, the computer just does too good of a job at hiding it. And there's too many things she does too many actions. She does. Yes. That the, she that does the scare mother? the shit out of you. Uh, and she's okay. a very good she's creepy boss, especially because she sp- springs on you from different I was, areas, uh, which is very effective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. That's back when my 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 daughter was okay. nine, and for whatever reason, okay. I really wanted to play the game, but she yep. would not leave the room. So I'm like, okay, you can have nightmares with me then. So she sat and watched me play it, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> when we were at um, entering that part of the house, the old house. Yes. And you go up the steps and she yes. like, those long ass arms, like she comes through the fucking window. <laughs> she heard me both. I dropped, I threw the controller. Yeah. Yeah. It's about time. That poor That's girl. She's like, can we turn well, this off now? I'm like, yeah. You have to, you have to shoot. Well, I'll just, I'll just come out and say it. Cause I think if you've not played this game, it's useful to know because, uh, the first time I played through it, I fought Marguerite probably seven times and could never beat her and ran out of ammo every time because I didn't know what I was supposed to shoot. And they don't kind of tell you, but basically her crotch is what you're supposed to shoot. She's got a bug nest baby maker thing in her crotch Mm. And you're supposed to shoot it. And the problem is is that she doesn't expose it all the time, which for obvious reasons. But like if you shoot her in the face, um, all of her bugs and stuff are very, uh, very effective ways to fight them is to burn them. You get tons of fuel for burning in that greenhouse and it doesn't hurt her. Mm. And that's what's bullshit. You have to just shoot her crotch. And when she gets to her final stage where she's doing the most damage... She like hides because she crawls on all four and you can't even hit her crotch. You have to actually like get her to run away from you and you have to Mm. shoot her crotch a couple of times while she's running away from you. 
And it's just a very, in my opinion, very poor boss battle. And then if you don't know what she does, like she'll hide it in parts of the house and lay nests that send all kinds of bugs after you that do a bunch of damage. So you have to find her and shoot her. And if you don't, and mm. you then you have to yes. find the nests and burn them. But she's laying another one while you're doing it. Again, that boss battle is, I stand by this, the worst of the boss battles. Um, I think the rest of them are fine. Um, and especially like the, and it's probably not the hardest mm-hmm. one because once you know what to do, okay. But it's just, it's just a poorly designed boss battle, in my opinion. They should have had it so that she was weak in more places than just her crotch. You should have been able to hit her anywhere. Uh, they kind of do a little bit of that with the Jack boss battle also. If you don't know what to do with him when you get him downed. And it's possible a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Because what they do is they get rid of the glowy stuff, right? And so you don't know what you're supposed to hit. And everything's fleshy and squishy. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. you know, in the back half of that game, they completely abandon that, and there's a bunch of glowy things to tell you what you have to do with the future bosses. I, I think games like that <clears throat> that rely so heavy on atmosphere and jump scares and and the tension. Mm-hmm. I think difficult boss battles kill that. I think they we do. learned that in Alien yeah. Isolation. Yes. Like those encounters, if they made them easy. Like, not, like, walk through easy, but, I mean, made them so they're doable in one whack. Because, in my opinion... have it be like the molded. Like, the molded are weaker in certain areas. Like, headshots Mm -hmm. give you... They have hit points, actually, in the back end. And they... Like, even if you don't hit them effectively and you're not great at it, you eventually kill them. That's what I'm saying. Like, Jack and Marguerite should eventually take enough hits that they just die. Yeah, and she's the scariest thing but yeah. not after 10 times. Right, right. And same with, I mean, Alien Isolation, right? Proved that. Like, yes. That game was scary as shit until they made the alien so goddamn hard that you just got, it was a, it turned into a straight up oh, ass video game, game so with a program. Yeah, you, you get 10 hours there. in, you've died the 60th time in a row and you're like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, so it's like, to me, they almost would keep that, that tension and that sort of atmosphere and that fear if they didn't make it so hard that now you you have to re- replay something so many times you you pulled the curtain back you know yeah, and there's a, a harder area uh, version called madhouse and i remember mm. starting to play through that and i wasn't having any problems in fact i think i was doing better doing yeah. that the first back in the day which is why you know you start trying to ask yourself and maybe they did maybe they didn't i don't care and i'm not going to look it up maybe they adjusted the difficulty on that because normal just seems harder right now and remember when i played it that was at launch but Mm -hmm. it is what it is i'm still having fun with it and now that i'm past all those areas i'm now in the travis area with all the with all the uh booby traps which i find a lot of fun yeah, yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun so um, and again, the rest of it goes through. I have the gold edition, so I have all the DLC. I really enjoyed all the DLC. I don't know if you played any of the DLC trees, but there were the one. tapes and shit, right? Yeah, the the band footage, but they also had, um, yeah, the, there's band footage one and two, but they also had a free DLC that everybody gets, which is Chris's chapter, and it's long, like it's like five hours mm. long, and then. I think it's five hours. Maybe it's three. And then they have End of Zoe, which is also five hours long, which is a full-blown chapter of, like, an epilogue to Resident Evil 7. Oh, okay. And it's it's interesting. You play as Jack's brother coming to visit. 
and um, he's a lumber, he's a fucking brawler. And mm. so you play the game with your fists. You just beat the shit out of everything. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. The molded are real interesting when you're punching the shit out of them. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do some cool stuff with that also, though. Uh, they do. And they do a cool, like, um, nemesis, tyrant, Mr. X kind of thing. What so, are you playing it on? Uh, this now, I've played it on PC at launch, and then I played it on PS4 Pro when I got a Pro. Mm-hmm. Now I'm playing it on Xbox on do, the do you, Series X. And it looks the best have, on there to me. Do you have the PlayStation 4 version still? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I got to send you my... Oh, my, I, have, yeah, I, I, I buy that. digital. Uh, I happen to have a tangible version oh, of is, Xbox. But yes, if I had a PSVR, I could play the VR yes. version, which I would oh, always God, want, okay. which I do want to play. But all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> just remember, it'll probably be compatible with the PSVR too if I get that, so... Mm-hmm. But uh, you think they make Astrobot VR compatible? They would have to. That's like one of their most popular VR games. Astrobot VR two compatible? Absolutely. And yeah. I don't know if you saw, but PlayStation starting March twenty fifth is giving away a dozen games. One of which is Astrobot. Yeah, they're giving away Astrobot Moss and a couple other VR games, and then they're giving away a bunch of stuff. They're giving away Horizon Zero Dawn, um, the Game of the Year edition and stuff. They, they're giving away Moss. That's yeah. a good get. Yeah. So is that? Do you think that's them ramping up for the the PlayStation the VR two? This is all them going. Look, the amount of sales we get nowadays are negligible. Let's give this all away and entice people to upgrade and play mm-hmm. these games. They're they're giving away Horizon Zero Dawn so that when they release it this fall, the sequel, mm-hmm. you'll want to play it. They so are when is giving it? what? When is VR two? I, I they haven't announced it. It's be? not this year. No. It won't be this year. Okay. Um, but I think they're trying to sell all their VR one headsets now that they've announced VR two's coming. Mm-hmm. They're going to probably do a summer, you know, E three esque kind of thing, and they're going to announce it right and show it off. And yeah. people think it could come this fall. I'm going to tell you that's a 2022 product. That's a holiday yeah. 2022 yeah. product. But what they're trying to do is give away a bunch of VR games, and there were a decent number of them also given on Plus. Like I think I have once I claim those i'll probably have like easily over a dozen vr games that i've gotten through plus and this um and so it's like yeah why why don't you buy a psvr like you've got all these games just waiting for you right so if you're enticed you'll jump at it and they can clear out all their headsets so that they can make way for it next year but um but yeah and resident evil 7 looks really good the one thing i did notice that and maybe this was updated in a patch since I played it, but there was always a weird haze to the HDR on both the PlayStation and the PC version, so I thought it was just part of the game. But I don't know if it's HDR correction because it's at the console level on the Series X and PS5 would probably do the same or what, but the HDR looks more crisp and it doesn't have that haze anymore uh, on on this playthrough. So... That was pretty impressive. But yeah, one of the, what I was going to tell you is one of the banned footage ones, Trees, is a um, you're just down in processing and you play as uh, the guy from the prologue, you know, that opening hour demo, which is also in the right. first videotape you find. Mm-hmm. You play as um, the guy who you find dead. You know, you know how you find the guy dead and he's been on the hook, right? He goes missing. Mm-hmm. Well, they claim that like time and space stops there. And you play as that guy stuck in the basement, ready to be processed. 
Ooh. And um, you're with all the molded. And they give you a bunch of like, uh, you, you upgrade it and you get to start with different weapons and stuff like that. And it's like, can you survive the night? And it's just like wave after wave after wave of molded down in that processing area. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. And then eventually Jack comes down there and starts fucking with you and he can't die. So you got to just survive him. Like it gets yeah, I, interesting. It's a fun little like crazy arcade game, basically. On, on one of the the VR demos, they have like kitchen. Oh, the kitchen demo. And it's yeah, like, and it's like you're sitting in a chair tied up. Yeah, and, and margaritas. The, yeah, the reporter guy is like in the corner, and he's like, yep. he wakes up and he's yeah, he's trying to untie you, and yep. then you see her creeping through the kitchen in the background. I turned that shit off. Oh, yeah. instantly. That's a VR demo, instantly. and I actually did the kitchen demo in um. In uh, back, like when I was doing, when VR was, I think it was when Hefe and I went to E3 or maybe it was when we went to PAX. I forgot where it was, but yeah, I did the kitchen demo. So, yeah. But yeah. Horrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, The part of VR where I realized I can't look away. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still in here. And they do a version of like a gamified version of the kitchen demo uh, in a demo that's called, or not a demo. One of the DLC stories in the band tape two is called bedroom. Mm. And I'll leave it at that. Um, But yeah, that's kind of like a modified version of kitchen um, that keeps going. Uh, But yeah, so Um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. So, uh, we'll see. I might continue to burn through Returning Castle Wolfenstein, but I kind of want to go back and play, like, I, I'm getting that retro itch again. You know what I mean? No, no. So I want to start, like, a retro game, like, more retro than Returning Castle Wolfenstein, like, old school 16-bit or something. Right. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what I'm intrigued to start up and play. But, you know, those take very little time to play. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, I'm not going to start an RPG or anything. Um, and then I want to get through Resident Evil 7, so I'm all ready for 8. I'm psyched for 8, but I wanted to play it, like, enough removed where I'm not going straight from 7 into 8, right? Right. And then I got to figure out what I want to do with Days Gone, because if I don't do Days Gone... I'm on the fence if I do Miles Morales or Sackboy. If I do Miles Morales, I'm going to play through a little bit of... I think I'll do a New Game Plus of Spider-Man because I can play Spider-Man Remastered. And when you're New Game Plus, you're all leveled up, so you can just burn through that campaign in like eight hours. Mm. But And then play Miles Morales. So I got to figure out which of my big PlayStation games I'm going to play next, whether it be Miles Morales or Sackboy. Um, I'm kind of thinking I want to play Sackboy, though. <laughs> After playing that Lucky's Tale, I'm like, I kind of can go for three, right? It's like a cutesy 3D yeah. platformer kind of time right now. I don't know why, but mm. it is what it is. I hear you. It's, it's odd that I'm hankering for that as I'm playing these just grueling doom and gloom games like Days Gone and, and Resident Evil, but yeah, heart <laughs> wants what the heart wants. So <laughs> anyway... All right. Well, let's call it. Managed to squeeze nearly three hours. Holy one. So Yeah. So we'll call it. But uh, yeah, I, I don't right. know what else to say. I guess until next week. That's right. Yeah. Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. That's right. Happy St. Patty's Day. We'll have this same conversation on my end when Cinco de Mayo mm-hmm. hits. Even though I'm not oh. Mexican, which is Mexican Independence Day. But I'm Hispanic, so I'll just take a... Scus- yeah. yeah. So. All righty. Well, with that, <laughs> peace out. <laughs> Later.